Welcome to Paradise. Our first campaign, Advantage in Paradise, is a weekly actual play D&D podcast recorded live on Twitch every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the dulcet tones of our dungeon master, Sean O'Donovan, as he guides you through the wondrous world of Aradun. It is the <clears throat> 24th night of Irvala on a Tolvistag. We join our heroes in the dead of night, in a spring squall of late snow flurries, as an advancing Zveril company marches upon General Aldrich Kinsley's uh, campsite outside the massive ancient fortress of Driftmarch that these Zverils hold, and Kinsley wants back. You had arrived earlier this day to turn in the criminal Escalon and to report to Kinsley on your successful mission into the Barrows to the south. You return to him the remains of the pallid mask and nefarious artifact with, with enchanting effects on those who, came, who come into contact with it. You were rewarded for your efforts and asked to complete one more task, to cross the river and disrupt the supply lines of the fortress drift march. Little did you know the battle would be coming to you much sooner. In this time before the battle, our lava Janasi rogue, Scarlet, through imploring to his sense of duty to his soldiers, convinced General Kinsley to grant her the pardon she so eagerly sought, forgiving her of her past association with the esoteric criminal organization, the Crimson Court. Elated with this reward, Scarlet went on with her tasks that evening with a sense of calm that she had not felt in years. You met with some familiar faces from the town of Maginset, Wyla, the half-elven druid from Byzantium, Mandrick the satyr, the guard sergeant John McClear and his family, and of course, Bryn the quartermaster. But those were not the only old acquaintances that would visit this night. Puron was visited by a seer of the undying court in Elysia, who came with a simple threat and warning. See spreading the word that he had heard the voice of Ilyavanya or suffer a similar fate to his uncle. Timber, in his woven form, discovered another visitor, a stranger in dark armor, <clears throat> standing over the bed of Scarlet with the severed head of Redvenmar, a Highland Syndicate operative from Witwara Corners that you had uh, allowed well, maybe not allowed, but uh, escaped from your grasp. Timber, seeing the stranger, immediately attacked. Um, he had begun to slip into this somewhat less controlled, more feral state as the smell of blood soaked around him. He attacked this stranger and found himself falling into this deeper into this violent and hungry feral state. Scarlet awoke to this chaos and saw the familiar face of this stranger, the same one that had visited her in Bracklin Glen. The man fled from Timber, and Scarlet knocked Timber unconscious to end his feral madness. She pursued the man to the riverside, where she saw him climb across the side, scaled the side of the bridge of Driftmarch using spells to get further and further away. 
She cried out his name into the cold night air, Caleb, until her voice ran hoarse. It was at this very moment that Cal and Curon were scouting ahead of the camp to look for the signs of a Zveril encroachment under the request of General Kinsley. Wiswick, at this point, was learning to help channel the spell Wall of Force with Kinsley and his other wizards in the tent for what was expected to be a large battle. Cal and Curon discovered this approaching company of Zveros. Cal retreated to warn the camp, but Curon stayed behind, hidden magically within the shadows. The camp went into organized chaos as soldiers lined the wooden barricades. Magical walls of force began shoring up the weak spots in the camp perimeter. Cal was given command of a small squad of light and medium infantry from Kinsley's garrison to hold the right flank. He was shortly joined by Scarlet. Curon watched as these approaching Zverils went from a small skirmishing party to a much larger company, including several light to heavy infantry and cavalry. Arrow fire began to, to rain across the gap between the camp and the main gatehouse of the fortress drift march. After several volleys, a section of tents caught fire in the central camps of campgrounds. At the sight of the licking flames, a war cry and the dull thudding of shields could be heard from the Zeril company as it began marching toward the front line of Kinsley's camp. Kiran watched from a hidden position in the woods, disconnected from his, his friends and behind the enemy lines. Wiswick worked with Kinsley and his wizards to maintain the wall of, of force. He'd sent his familiar jet out to scan the battlefields, and he saw and heard the chaos beginning below. Exchanging volleys continued as Scarlet and Cal looked to each other behind the shield wall, together in the heat of this encroaching conflict, attempting to steal themselves for what comes next. <laughs> and according to Stefan making out. Uh, anyway. Poor taste, Sean. Taste. Uh, it's okay to mime it, but saying it is, is the real problem. Yeah, what the heck, Sean? Uh, <laughs> all right, well. Misinterpreted it. That's the end of uh, Advantage in Paradise tonight, guys. Um, <laughs> so, Timber at this point is unconscious in, in, in uh, Scarlet's tent. Um, Scarlet and Cal, you are watching this encroaching force um, coming closer and closer to the barricades in the line. You can see uh, um, Amara has her archers firing upon this shield wall. You are behind your own squad that are holding their shields up as occasional volleys come from the gatehouse. Uh, you and you have just seen that a fire has started in the, um, the main campground. What would you like to do? So we still have, I mean, we still have our two scouts out. Yes. Who are, you know, 30, maybe 30 feet away. Like they're not even, it's just a little farther out. Um, I'm still going to just kind of, are we still taking fire at all? Because I know you had said that a few arrows seem to like get through, but kind of just bounce off harmlessly the shields. Yeah. So you have, um, there is a, uh, um, somewhat of a shield that is blocking some of the arrow fire that's coming in, some of the, a wall of force shield. Some still get through every now and then, so you're not taking as heavy a fire as the main campground, mm -hmm. who also has its own shield, but they seem to be mainly targeting there. 
Um, so you are not taking heavy arrow fire, intermittent spurts of small mm. volleys. So I'm going to have the soldiers leave their shields up, and I'm going to... I'll just uh, trust them to have their eyes forward and scan uh, scan to my left and to my right to make sure that there's no like um, significant issues that seem like they need help uh, in anyone else's area. Uh, in the general front line? Yeah, just like, so, you know, there's a, there's Ventia, right? Who's like got the archers to my left. Mm-hmm. Uh, just make sure that they're okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Or that there's no, like, clear problems that need dealing with. Okay. Give me a perception check. Oh, yeah, it's an eight. Sorry, it's a seven. As far as you can see, the archers are firing upon the approaching smiles, and they, everything, seems to be, everything seems to be doing awesome. Um, <laughs> you know, it, maybe it's the security of the shield wall. Maybe it's the security of the, of the magical shield above. But currently, you don't see any outstanding issues. You have your two scouts ahead, keeping an eye on any Zverils coming for this right flank. Um, and you've sent a um, you've sent a, a, a messenger to alert Kinsley of the yes. uh, the fight. Yep. Um, okay. The only other thing I'd like to do, and this could gotta be going the whole time, so we don't have to uh, RP this directly. Um, mm-hmm. I'll be like going down the line. So so the troops all have their shields up, right? I'll be like kind of hunched over behind them, like kind of just like, just, uh, I don't know, saying platitudes to keep them like, like I got your back. Like I'm, I know I literally just inherited this command about a minute and a half ago, but don't worry. I got you. Uh, basically just doing, just going down the line, like talking. Yeah. To them. Like okay. short, quickly. I'm not like carrying on a conversation, you know, but. No, of course. Yeah. Yeah, so go ahead and give me a, um, a persuasion check. Um, while he's rolling that, Scarlet, is there anything you would like to do at this point? Um, I think I'm just kind of... I I don't really know what to do at this point, so I'm just kind of standing there waiting for somebody to tell me what to do. Which is weird, okay. because I usually know what to do, but it's something this big. No clue. Uh, I think Wiswick would like to do something. If okay. it's, well, it's not your seat, so <laughs> shut up. I'll get to you in one moment. Wizwick. All right, so Scarlet, you're sort of in a, a state of um, a state of shock almost as you're just gripping your daggers behind the shield wall, watching Cal move up and down the, the small line of, of, of his squad. Um, Cal, what'd you get on your charisma check? I got a your 17. Persuasion. Nice. So it seems, you know, combination of your, your words of support, the sound of arrow fire behind them um the the sound of the arrow is harmlessly falling to the ground at the wall of force and the uh your voice seems to drown out the distant thudding of shields coming from the approaching zverils as the soldiers seemed seemed steeled and ready for conflict um scarlet you hear these words and and you may feel a little bit of assurance that cal is with you even though you know he somewhat doesn't know what yeah. he's doing. <laughs> Can I look around too and see if there's any, you know, breaks in the line? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead and give me a perception check. Well, that is a 12. Well, okay. Um, so, much like what Kaos saw, you see there's 
this is really this quiet moment of uncertainty as you are there's no immediate skirmishing happening around you there's exchanging it's just exchanges of arrows you notice that the zverils are getting closer um and that they'll soon at the very least be in range to start throwing back their return volleys of spears and short bows um well you don't really know that but you just know that they are getting closer because you don't have the least uh, cal may not have experienced battle but he's got the training to know somewhat somewhat tactics but you do see that they are getting closer um the one the biggest thing that's that's digging in your mind is the um is the fires that you can see be when you turn and look to the main campsite and you can just see these licking flames in the distance um and arrows more arrows fly to that camp than are coming towards your camp all right um didn't amara tell me that if that started to catch on fire i was supposed to go over there and help put him out she did say to the, her her last command to you was to support Cal and his soldiers unless there is a fire in the main camp, in which case she asked you if you would help the villagers there. Okay. Um, so as Cal is walking by, as he's making his rounds, I'm going to stop him and say, um, Captain Amara asked me to go help with the fires if there was one. So I'm going to go do that and then I'll be right back. Didn't she I'm say wait for... Wait for Unless, her order, though. I don't remember, honestly. I'd rather... I don't know. Do you need me here? Do you want... Shall I go help with the fires? Uh, no, no, go. I'll be back as soon Cal as I can. looking incredibly worried. <laughs> um, all right, for, so then... For, for reference, um, Cal, you are correct that she did say wait for her order, but... Yeah. I say that scene would still play that way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, as long as you're cool with that. Yeah, uh, I'm cool with that. Okay, so Scarlet, you are going to head back to the main camp. Yep. Okay, you can give me a perception check on the way, um, to just because to, you'll be able to see more of the front line. Um, while you're doing that, Wizwick, you said you had something you wanted to do. Uh, yeah, so I just want to get a clear picture of what I have scouted out with uh, Jet. So yes. the enemy army is coming from the north, and they're a distance away, and they're shooting arrows. Uh, is there any, like, do we have any return fire arrows, like any bombardment set up? Yes, so the approaching, uh, what you can get from from Jet, from, uh, um, is that there is an approaching force from the north. We are, your allies are firing arrows at that approaching force um there are arrows volleying down from the east from drift march's gatehouse that is the main arrows coming into the camp the force from the north is not firing volleys at this point um so you would know that there's arrows coming from the east and an army coming from the north and that you have some return you have some archers sending fire into the uh into the approaching army, but no, no formal force firing arrows at the gatehouse. Uh, I think when they begin their volley, the enemy, uh, as I'm concentrating, I look over to the general and I say, I want to bring the fight back to them. 
Can can you hold off one volley without me? I, I want to take the chance after they're done firing. Space check. Okay. Ten. <laughs> so when you say this to the general, you know he's somewhat distracted. You know his eyes glow a, a uh, arcane color as he sort of just looks to you and, and just do as, do as you must, but please return quickly. I don't know if we can hold for too long without without another helping us. I just nod and I say, I'll get it done. Okay. So, yeah, I, I'm doing exactly as I said. I'm waiting uh, the most ideal thing would be to scout out the east and see if I can fire a shot at the, uh, like, mile range towards the archers. <laughs> but I don't know how far away they are if I even have you of them from my location. Yeah. So, uh, you rush out of Kinsley's tent. Uh, you would actually... You and Scarlet would actually meet up when you rush out of Kinsley's tent because you're both heading towards the main camp. Um, because Kinsley's camp is in the, the, the top of the total campgrounds. So you two kind of, you come out of the tent as you see Scarlet kind of running up um, and you're about, and uh, you cross paths, you meet up uh, right before entering the uh, main, main campsite. Did I know that he was helping with the magic wall? Or was I asleep for the whole thing? You did not. You do not okay. know that. Okay, just wanted to make sure before I started talking about it. Right. Mm -hmm. right. I Would think. You... Go ahead. Wiswick's just disheveled. Like he looks like he's been, uh, like, doing one of his all-nighters, like studying. Like his hair's just all over the place, and he he looks very like focused in what he's doing, and. I'm, I, I barely even notice you walk by. Like, if you don't shout out my name, I might just like yeah. run right past you. Okay. So, Wiswick. <laughs> oh, Scarlet. What happened what? to you? The, the enemy is attacking. I, I, I've got to go. Yes, I, there's I not much time. Where are you going? Well, I, I'm going to go blow stuff up, and then I'm going to run back to the tent so I can keep the shields going. All right. Be safe. You too. Hang Thank in there. Where, where's everyone else? Cal is over by the east, eastern gate. Did I have that right? No. Northeastern. The eastern part of the, the north camp. Okay. Northeastern, yeah. Okay. Cal is in, is in the northeastern part. I don't know where um, Kiron is. I haven't seen him in some time. And Timber's resting in my tent. At the moment. You go wake him up! No, I I can't. I'll explain later. Is Just it... go, go blow stuff up. I mean... Oh, oh, okay, go! If you, go! If you say so. Yes, we don't have time. Go! Alright. And I, I rush off. Well, you're both rushing in the same direction, so you rush off together. Oh, that's awkward. <laughs> awkward. Okay, bye. Oh, no, now I'm following you. You, you watch, you, yeah, you literally see Wizwick start to rush down into the central camp, and you, you're like, damn it. <laughs> and, chase, and chase after him. Yeah, I'll so keep a the, few paces behind. <laughs> okay, yeah. 
<laughs> when you guys enter into this um, this main uh, camp area, what you both of you give me perception checks. Uh, I had made one before and didn't tell you my roll. It was an eleven. Thank you, Wizbeck. You I lost my dice, so you're gonna have to wait a second. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no problem. I can roll for you if you want. Please do, actually. That would help. What? What's your mod? Uh, for perception, well, zero. Yeah. Well, you got a five. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So what you would see then is uh, you're with those rolls. So eleven for Scarlet and a five for Wiswick. Wiswick, you're so frazzled by the idea that you're in the middle of a big actual conflict between two armies and the idea of this time limit where you're like i need to get back i need to get back to help the spell um you just you're just too frantic as you're running you're just sort of blinking your eyes you've tunnel vision you see people are starting to run all around the tents um uh you just sort of get to the middle and you notice that there is a a tall pillar of fire right now around one of the larger tents that is starting to lap over some of the other tents. And you can see there is a group of, um, there's like a, a line of villagers that are uh, passing large buckets of water. And um, that is coming from sort of a, a pile of, of buckets that are, 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 are waiting. The villagers seem to have created a line from the uh, riverside to the, uh, to the camp to try to put out the fires. Um, Scarlet, you mainly notice these this line of villagers with a tw- eleven. You said mm-hmm. um, you would notice um, arrows continue to come, uh, volleying down. There is one of Wiswick's team's shields up above this space. Mm-hmm. Um, the fires are on the far side of the camp, so the southern side of the camp. As arrows are coming down towards it, um, you see a small section of archers are still firing arrows, and you hear the volleys whipping through the air um, and clattering harmlessly against the wall, but some sneak through and you can see them hit to the ground. Uh, you notice one hits a villager in the line of, uh, of, of water carriers um, and they, they collapse to the ground and several rush over, disrupting the line of, of, of uh, water coming to the uh, to put out the fire. Um, what do you two want to do? Um, I don't know if this would work, so I'm going to ask, but my produced flame, I know that produces it in my hand, but when I dismiss it, would it be possible if I went over to a fire and like stuck my hand in and then tried to dismiss it? Would that be possible? That would, no? Uh, okay. Would, it, would, All right. it would just fire out in your hand. Okay. Is there a spellcaster anywhere in sight? Uh, give me a uh, another perception check. Um, well, no, no. No, what's your uh, passive perception, actually? Uh, ten. Okay, uh, it's better than five. Uh, so you you do notice um, you do notice rushing up to this group is Wyla and Mandrick since they were in this uh, in this square. You do notice those two who are uh, are there. So Wyla, you do know you know that both of them really are are spellcasters. Uh, not very helpful. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping to counter something, but uh, I'm gonna go with my initial plan, which is Enemy to find a hyper. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, you don't see an enemy uh, spellcaster from this vantage point. The um, I'd say you would know that from where you are, the um, 
the gatehouse of the uh, of Drift March is about uh, from this position, from entering into this camp, probably between between 250 and 300 feet away. Um, you know that, and you would see that there is a barricade um, at the f- edge of this camp where there are a few soldiers, not a lot of soldiers, keeping an eye. Um, they're crouched behind these barricades, avoiding arrow fire. Um, as you can see, that's about 150 feet away from you. And then the rest of the distance is sort of a causeway that leads to the, uh, um, the Drift March gatehouse outside of the camp. So there's a, about 120 feet sort of gap between the camp's edge and Drift March gatehouse. Okay. Uh, so the first shot that I want to take off is just going to be directly towards the gatehouse. I'm going to aim for... Uh, I guess I'm not aiming at the gates, but I'm aiming towards the top where I think that the archers would be positioned. Maybe I'll do, I, I feel like I only have enough power for two fireballs unless I took a long rest, which I don't think we did. Uh, so yeah, uh, we're going to fire the first one at the northern corner of Drift, Drift March, and then mm-hmm. the next one's going to be at the southern, like aiming towards the front of it. I probably, I don't know if I could even see archers from this distance, but I could aim in a general direction. Hope I get them. Yeah, so what you would see, just see what the gatehouse looks like from this distance, it's a bit hard to see it exactly, but you could make out the um, that it is a tall tower and that it has uh, battlements at the top with crenellation at the walls and that there'd be two sort of um, small turrets that you would imagine archers are firing from. Could I uh, use jet in any way to aim? Uh, you could. You could send jet out to try to look. It would take you. You would take you a little bad bit longer. Guided, bad guided yeah. strikes. I, I you think I'm gonna aim for the oh. towers. Bat, okay. bat designated missile strikes. That's what this is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> bat guided missiles. Uh, okay. Over Bombardment. All right, so you are going to fire off a fireball at the left or right. So the it's just from understanding what's happening. The left tower is probably firing upon Cal's position, and the the right tower is firing upon the camp's position. Okay, that makes more sense. I think I'm going to prioritize the right side then, because okay. it looks like this camp has already taken a lot of hits, and we want to make sure that we're. Uh, all living. Yeah, there's definitely a superior force coming from the uh, superior reign of fire or arrows coming from that side. Um, uh, Alright, so uh, to get a clear shot, you'll probably have to get a little bit deeper into the uh, camp so you can you can see it better through the smoke and, and, and all of that. Okay. Um, while you're heading towards the middle of the camp, Scarlet, what are you doing? Um... So where are the fires placed within the camp? Are there some that are closer to villagers than others? So a few ways to think about this. They, the tents in this camp are um, are all villagers. There's no military camps in here. The okay. arrows are burning the camps to your right when you came in okay. towards closer to the, the Drift March uh, castle. So that's okay. where their arrows could hit. The issue is not so much that there's multiple fires all around, it's that there's Mm -hmm. one big fire and it it will spread fast if it's not taken care of into this camp and the other camps. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Um, So 
I think what I'll do is I will... Is there spare buckets on the ground somewhere that I could pick one up? Rush over to the... So essentially what's happening is there's two assembly lines. There's one mm. filling buckets, and there's one that's taking those buckets and putting the fire out and sending the bucket back to be filled okay. up. All right. So I, the ones that got hit by the arrows are yeah. the ones that are, are, are put, trying to put out the fire, not the water collectors. Okay. All right. So then I will get... I'll. I, this is what I'll do. I'll go over to where the people are trying to put out the fires and I'll essentially like take the place of some people that are there just because I can stand the fire. Yes, that's right. So you can get deeper in and yeah. help the fires out better. Okay. So then um, for that, what I'll ask you to give me is you can pick a skill that you think. You can either be, I'd say you can either do, you could do a survival check. Mm-hmm. Um, or if there's something else you want to argue for. Um. Um, the only other one that I would say would be sleight of hand, just to kind of, you know, know That's exactly so where to put it. That's more so, so Hide. You could also, I guess, make a, just a, a smooth, clean dexterity check if you want for like throwing the water. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to do that. Okay. Um, while you two enter into the main square, I will ask you both to give me a quick dexterity saving throw mm-hmm. as you hear and you just see a volley of arrows coming from the uh, um, from the tower. Thank you, Tim. 19. Oh, no. All the things the soundboard has, it doesn't have volley. I got up 14. 20, no, 22. I added that one. You got a 22? All right, Scarlet. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you hear these literally just because of your experience in the northern part of this battle you immediately sort of just like find <laughs> cover and dart down and you just hear these arrows just hitting into the ground Wizwick, you have not had that experience and you are so focused on getting this fireball off that you just get a clean arrow into your shoulder as you're coming forward taking seven points of piercing damage um <clears throat> the uh some of the villagers you see there are a few of them take that take uh take the volley um less less most of the arrows are blocked by the the, the shield up there in this volley um okay scarlet you can go ahead at this point and um and take your position and roll your dex uh dexterity attack roll essentially for the fire um, Wiswick, 18. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Wiswick, you take the arrow in the shoulder, but you look and you see the people rushing about, the chaos all around you, the billowing flames to your, your, your right, but you push forward and you can launch your, um, your fireball at this point. Uh, what is the, is a deck save, right? Unless you want to change that. Uh, I will be changing it to a constitution save. The uh, same way I did before, where uh, I create a orb of molten rock, and uh, it appears above them and then shatters and rains small meteors upon them. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and what was the save on that again, Con? Uh, a Constitution saving. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. So, uh, kind of amongst uh, this like panic of the uh, uh, Scarlet, you see this, you see Wiswick get hit with an arrow, and you see him stand up and scurry forward towards the uh, the, the 
front of this camp, and you see him hold his palm up, and you see this sort of flaming lights flickering in his hand, and then you see off in the distance this almost looks like a burning sun uh, up above the uh, the tower that then uh, solidifies somewhat into a magmic stone, and then explodes and fires down these shots that you see the the rock like. You can see the silhouette of some of the archers on the, the tower running around, fearful as the rocks roll off the side into the water and you hear the steam. Um, this entire time, there's also sort of this, this flurry of snow moving around around you, contrasting the fires that you're fighting. Um, that, that's 36 damage. Okay, what's I the DC? Used, I used alchemical casting level one. Uh, the DC is 15, con saving. Nice. Okay. So a significant portion of these archers uh, you see are, you see a few, like you see a mat, like one of these archers falls off the tower. You've, you've, you've significantly damaged half of the archers that were up at the, the edge of this uh, tower. As you can see, there's like hot rock uh, in some of the parts of the, uh, the tower now. As you can see, these archers have um, moved somewhat to the other side, um, some of them, and start to uh, you see another volley fires off towards Cal's position. Um, as somewhat smaller, though, uh, it seems like the archers might be taking more cover at this point, uh, seeing that they are they do not have as much of an advantage as they thought they did from this position. Um, Scarlet, you are working your way. You coming up and being able to help the villagers reinvigorates the the line and allows more uh more water to be poured onto the tent it is starting to be put out the outer the where the where the fire is like spreading right now what you're doing is keeping the fire at bay um mm -hmm. you see wyla is working on healing and um and stabilizing villagers who've been shot with arrow fire mm -hmm. it seems like she's main her main focus right now is 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 healing the, the villagers mm -hmm. um okay. Would there any, is there anything else the two of you would like to do immediately before I jump over to Kieran? Is there uh, dirt on the ground that I can like kick onto the fire as I'm trying, as I'm helping throw the water on top of it? Or not really? Um, I mean, yes, there's there's dirt. It's sort of mixed with, it's muddy and mingled with hay. It's not really going to yeah. do much, okay. I don't think, against the fire. Okay, so then I'll just try and whenever I get a new bucket, I'll try and try and contain it as best as I can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and really, you just joining the line of villagers is, is maintaining the flow of the line so that they are able to continue putting the fire out as opposed to it being disrupted by these volley. Okay. Whereas with taking out half those archers is going to significantly help this these villagers put these fi the, the fire out. Cool. Um, I think that the next possible thing that I would do is just cast fireball. <laughs> Okay, if you want to do that, absolutely. Um, are you firing at the other turret? Exactly, yeah. Okay, while, while you're rolling that damage, I'm going to check in with Kiron and see what Kiron would like to do in his current position. Great. Kiron, how you doing? How you doing, right. buddy? So, uh, at, we left off with Kiron behind enemy lines. Um, he had seen those, you know, the like a commander and a captain discussing... Uh, the commander on horseback rode away, and then Kiron was going to follow that back line um, as yes. it advanced towards the uh, camp. Um, 
So as he sees like combat starting, um, basically what he's gonna wait for is he's gonna wait for the lines to connect. He's gonna wait for a charge by the Sverwaldens. Sverwalds? Sverwalds. Sferals. All right. Uh, he's gonna wait for a charge by the Sferals, and once they've like properly engaged, um, then he'll act. So I don't know if you want to do that now or. Sure. Um, so what I'll have you do is there anything anything you want to set up before that happens, or are you just waiting to do an action at that point? Um, all right. So. Just want to double check. So. He's gonna prepare. I guess so first he'll he'll do Steps of the Brave, the Twilight Domain uh, feature, letting him, and he's going to climb 60 feet into the air um, and remain 60 feet behind enemy lines, so about a 120-foot distance from them. Um, and then he's going to prepare to cast Twilight Sanctuary. Um, and then once he's done that and given himself some dim light coverage, he's going to fire into the back of the enemy line with the intent to cause, you know, pandemonium, make them think like, oh shoot, we're being attacked from behind. What's going? Yep. So I'd say from this perspective, with your passive perception, you'll also get a few details. Um, so as you're floating up into the darkness, you see the, sh the dim shadows of twilight coming around your arms and lifting you up into the air. Um, <clears throat> Uh, <laughs> as you look now and you can see from 60 feet up, you can see somewhat into the camp. You can see the, the line of villagers, the fire in that central camp. You can see some of the torchlight at the line and you can see the arrows flying into the Zverel shield wall. You suddenly see a big molten rock explode over uh, over the uh, the gatehouse and you immediately are like, Wizwick has entered the battle. Um, you would notice as that happens, a small flicker in the walls of force, but they maintain. Um, and you would, uh, um, you don't, you can't see to your right, the cavalry where they are from this position. Um, but you do know that they are there and you can see the, the Zveril forces pushing forward are slowly shifting into smaller units into a wedge formation as they're pushing forward um at different points in the uh the um the barricade um the largest going towards the central opening or where they believe there's an opening in the in the barricade um cal i'm gonna check in with you so you see one of your scouts returns to you and says Exactly what I just told uh, Kiran. Zvels are approaching. They're spreading out along the line. Um, from your, from our position, they'll be hitting the archers soon. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, that was Tim, not Cal. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Um, Any, any, uh, any coming directly towards us? I think they see the magical walls and they're not sending forces to the walls, but they are sending wedge formations towards the barricade. Shield walls. Understood. Uh, Sergeant Follenbridge. You see your sergeant comes up to you and says, What are our orders? Well, seems like they're going to hit the archers. The archers didn't have any um, 
infantry with them, right? They're just archers? No, they don't have any infantry with them. They're just behind the barricades, loosing arrows. They they have the ability to switch to light infantry, essentially. Um, but they uh, they don't have main force with them to, to yeah. push that. There are, like, um, I would say there are, like, spears there that the sure. archers can, can take up um, to, to push back if they get close enough to the barricade. They can try to breach it or dismantle it. Um, but it seems, from what you understand of this, that the wedges are going to approach and start to attack with spear and arrow from the wedges. Mm. Sergeant, you stay here with ten. Yeah, ten men. Uh, keep one of the runners. Send for me if if they start pushing here. I'm going to take fifteen of our folks and uh, head down to reinforce the archers on the line. Okay. So ten of your ten of your squad stay here to and with one of the um, scouts to keep yep. an eye on, on this. To... Correct, mm-hmm. with orders to get me should should the, they the start pushing fall. into Yeah. Okay. And you are going to go and provide uh, infantry support to the archer line immediately to your uh, to your left. Correct. So I shouldn't be that far. No, 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 they're right there. And you can you can your 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 soldiers and you can get up there, you could take up the spears, you can you provide support as needed. Um Wiswick, I want to uh, resolve your fireball real quick. Um, I would okay. say, um, Cal, as your unit separates and your section starts to head to the uh, um, to support the archers, there is a volley that comes, the more thorough volley that comes after Wiswick destroyed the other turret. Um, and I will ask you to give me a deck saving throw. Uh, does a 15 do it? Yes, you, uh, I'll say with that 15, you are able to hear the volley coming as you start to disband your troops to their two locations and you have your men turn around with their shields out, shields again, and you are able to sustain yourselves without taking casualty um, as the volley hits and then you can resume your, your movement to protect the, uh, the archers. Wizwick. What's the DC again? Uh, DC is 15. I'm mixing it up, and I'm making it lightning damage this time. So, uh, I did 37. You EMP strike the tower? Yeah, I I do like the Pikachu forward smash, where it's like the little (laughs) tiny lightning bolt, and it turns to a big, like, lightning orb. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so... (laughs) Love it. So, <laughs> uh, Scarlet, again, you bear witness to Wizwick sort of almost give that same boyish laugh that, that Clayton just made as, as he summons forth this small little orb of bright blue electric lights that he then... And it kind of shoots out a little bit slow, but it gains momentum as it's pushing forward and grows and grows and grows. And there's like an unnatural brightness of light that now cascades over the um uh over this uh this causeway leading up to to the uh, drift march which i will ask you to give me a quick um perception check with disadvantage because you are working on putting out the fires you got it um that's not bad 17. 17 okay with disadvantage nice with disadvantage that's nice um 
All right, so a few things that you notice. Um, one, you see the lightning orb strike and explode out. You see several arcs of lightning scatter across the turret of Driftmarch. You see these, even after um, there's a distinct smell of ozone in the air, and even as the uh, the explosion dissipates, there's these remaining arcs crackling across. As you see, several uh, archers collapse off the edge of the, the turret, and there's just a, like, like Wilhelm scream coming from the, uh, the the tower as there just is a ceasing of arrow fire at this point. Nice. Um, <clears throat> the second thing you notice with a 17, mostly because of their poor self-check, is you can see um, in the light, and you really can only see this because of the light of Wiswick's lightning orb that fires out, a humanoid figure in the brush approaching the camp. Um, attempting to hide and approach stealthily. Hmm. I don't like that. Um. Can I try and sneak up on him? It? Person? Try to, to follow them, yeah. If you yeah. Want, or keep track of them and try to follow them if they come into the camp. Yeah. Um. So give me another perception check just for, um, keeping an eye on that. Uh. I would say because the archers have, for now, ceased their volleys, more of the villagers are able to assist in putting out these fires, and Wyla and Mandrick are able to combine their magic to use that to attempt to put out these fires as well. So you start to see some um, water spells going into action um, with their druidic uh, nature. So the fire, with your help, has now been under control, managed as best it can. Um, and will not spread. That's the main thing. Is in its current state, it will not spread, and eventually will be put out. Good, good, good. Um, just a straight, straight roll. Yes. Not disadvantage. Yes. Okay. It's uh, it's while you're doing that at this point, Cal. Um, you have positioned yourself with Vencia's um, archer mm. uh, uh, squad. Um, you can now, from your perspectives, see the approaching wedge formations of shield walls. Um, you And uh, the first thing that happens is the central wedge pushes forward beyond the other ones and crashes into uh, Amara's forces in the front, um, attempting to dismantle the barricade there while they begin. So there's exchanges of spear throw, um, spears sticking out, arrow fire, the main thrust of the battle is, is happening there as these smaller wedges approach the, the barricade and you can see between your art your your side's archer volleys they are opening up their shield walls and have a few archers firing yeah. out they're throwing spears out um, uh, I would yeah I would have formed the troops the 15 troops that I have uh, as like a reserve shock force basically right so archer line right archer line here I want to be 10 feet back covered up behind shields and tight like really tight so that way and attempt to be like opposing where their wedge is going to hit yeah so once their wedge hits we could we could push back yeah so you're so you're withdrawing somewhat of NC's archers behind your men to to almost have a reverse uh reverse defensive there and then we're ready to to push forward uh no so because her archers are going to stay on the line yes because they have their Barricades is cover. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna form up so theoretically the enemy would have trouble seeing my troops. 
oh, I behind see. the archers. The archers theoretically aren't going to stick around for a pitched, stuck-in fight against uh, heavy infantry. So yeah. they'll peel back and we'll hit them as they come in over the barricade. Or to the barricade. Alright. Understood. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Kiran, you would at this point notice that the the forces have met each other um, and that there is a uh, the skirmishes are beginning there. Alright. Um, so then he's cast Twilight Sanctuary. You know, he's is reliquary calling upon Ilyuvanya's power um, and then once that's surrounded him in that dim light he's gonna just start picking off at the back of um, especially where like there's larger groups of engaged uh, soldiers he's gonna try to pick off at the back of those groups um, to you know kind of draw their attention away from the front giving Tinsley's men better advantage Give me a uh, give me an attack roll for that with advantage because of your concealed position. Ooh. That's gonna be a twenty-six, I think. Yeah, twenty-six. So, um, Cal, as you're positioning your uh, your squad behind the archers, somewhat beyond the vision of the approaching wedge, ready to push forward, you would notice. Um, you would notice a few archers taking hits from the uh, the approaching wedges. Stop, fire, stop, fire. Um, <clears throat> and you think at any point your archers might uh, a break when the, the wedge approaches. And then you see light in the distance beyond the, the, the hill of the front line. As you can just see several, several beams of, of familiar light that you immediately recognize as, as Kiran firing down, shoot out and hit into the uh, the one of the, uh, Kiran, would you, I'll get, I'll say, would you like to be aiming for the main wedge, the left flank or the right flank? Uh, I, I think to start probably the main flank or the middle. Okay. All right, so, and you would see these, uh, these meet the back line of the main wedge, pushing in the center. Um, Kiran, you would immediately see several heads turning back, looking, especially with your good dark vision. You would see some disarray amongst that group as they're, you can see they're actively looking for you in the in the woods and trying to look for what force is attacking us for magic. Um, give me a, uh, a stealth check. Oh boy. What'd you get? Three. Well, guess what they got? Natural one. So. <laughs> <laughs> but they have a plus three to their modifier, right? So they see me anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Um, I roll, you know what's really funny is it's a good thing that they had disadvantage on looking for you because you're in the dim light. Um, because the other roll was a four, so they wouldn't see you. <laughs> I mean, I disadvantage. Uh, yeah, you can pull disadvantage, yeah. Um, okay, so, Kiran, you can see a small contingency from that main force are breaking off and looking for you. They are, um, imperceptible, though, like, uh, they don't see you, they're just slowly approaching. Um, some of them kind of, they're, they're backing away from the main wedge, um, and looking back at you. You can actually see some arrow fire shooting at them from the left and right flank, um, 
but you have stripped some of the forces off from the main one, and they are heading towards the woods to look for you. Nice. Okay. Um, Scarlet and Wiswick, what, what are you doing right now? You told me to roll percept. Was it perception? As I was moving yes. towards you wanna, them. You want to trail yes. that figure? Yeah, I did. It, it's a uh, uh, 17. Another 17. Okay. So um, you lose sight of them um, after the light. The light of Wiswick's lightning orb dissipates, and all you see is the um, sort of the smoke fuming from the tower on both sides from the de- de- destroyed. Um, archer line. Um, you can see the fire is dimming behind you as you can hear the steam as it's being put out um, by the combined forces of the villagers and uh, your allies. Um, but you do not see that humanoid figure at this point. Alright. Um, I don't want to leave because I want to make sure that they don't get anywhere that they're not supposed to get. So I think I'm going to just hang there for a second and I'm going to try and like I don't know. Hide and keep a lookout. Okay. Uh, I would say you would notice at this point is that um, the fires are being put out. Wyla and Mandrick are there. That um, you can talk to them if you want as well. You can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There is a. There are people there that you can talk to okay. if you want at all. Um, um, you yeah. actually notice that some of these villagers now are coming up from. The, uh, where they were gathering water, and mm-hmm. you can see more coming out of the tents as the fires are being put out. Um, uh, amongst them, you do see, uh, and Wiswick, you would see this too after sort of grinning to yourself after decimating two archer uh, battalions uh, or archer squad, archery squads. Um, you see McClear come, come, uh, coming out with, the, uh, with some of the other villagers. Classic great axe in his hands, um, and just looking his his ferociously best. Uh, so you see Wyla, Mandrick, McClear, generally mostly villagers here. Some who are grabbing weapons, who are following McClear. You can see a small squad uh, of soldiers are at the barricades that lead up to the causeway. They're all kind of looking shocked and like in awe of what Wiswick has done to these towers. Um, what would you like to do? Um, all right, so I will hang around for a second to see if I can try and find them again, but when I can't, um, I'll turn around and look back at the campsite and I'll see Wyla there. And I do, remembering Timber, I do want to go over to her and um, I want to talk to her and try and ask her to come with me to okay. go heal Timber. Yes, yeah, so you approach her and you say, you, 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 she gives you a nod back after saying, uh, "Well, she first she looks to Mandrick, and and just confirms that he can he can handle himself here, and she will follow you at this point back to the camp to tend to Timber." Okay. Um, when we get back into the tent, I want to immediately go and kick the head under the cot so that she can't see it. <laughs> I will ask you to make a sleight of foot. <laughs> sleight of foot. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> When you enter the camp with Wyla, she stops for a moment and you stop for a moment. As you can see now, right in front of, like, right there in front, there is the active skirmish happening between Amara's forces and the, the front line of the wedge. There, it's about it's about 40 feet away from you when you enter into this area. As you can see, 
spears being pushed out, shields being held up. You can see some like soldiers firing arrows, arrows from short bows into the crowd. You can just hear guts and glory happening in that, in that, that, that skirmish. Um, okay. But you have something you want to do. You push over to your camp. You enter in. Give me that sleight of foot check. <laughs> sleight of your soul. Ooh, 11. 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she's going to see it. So as you come in, I'd say it's almost like you come in and you see Timber and then your eyes immediately beeline to the head on the floor. And you're like, fuck. Um, <laughs> you rush forward and I would say not gracefully. Uh, With an 11. Kick, as you said, the head. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say like it like flies up and snaps, splatters into the, the, the flap of the tent, but it doesn't, it's not very subtle as it rolls under the, the, the bed and just in the fleshiest way possible. There's a trail of blood across the furs that go uh-huh. onto the bed. As she, as she stops for a moment and looks at that and then shakes her head and just, we'll talk about that later. What is yes, he? he's, he's right here, right here. She will rush forward and, uh, and check on Timber. She is going to cast Cure Wounds on, on him. Um, so Timber, you will be revived and awake at this point, and you will be healed for twenty-two hit points. Nice. Uh, as, <laughs> as you can see, some of the blood is drawn back into Timber. His wounds are sealing up in several places. As Timber, your blue eyes open. You're, you're still in your woven form as what you would immediately, your immediate sensation would be like first a hangover like feeling after coming out of that, that bloodlust. Uh, and you would hear outside the sounds of shouting soldiers, arrow fire, um, absolute chaos outside as you would look above you and see Scarlet and, uh, um, and Wyla having just healed you. <sighs> How are you feeling? Are you alright? Yeah, he's a wolf. Yeah, I know, I know. That's why I, that's why I did the yes or no question. <laughs> uh, looking around. Uh, looking at, or feeling being like the, the, the dagger wound in the back. Like, kind of sewn together (laughs) Um, Timber's going to uh, slowly slowly get off the bed and uh, this is a slow transition of crack crack crack, crack. (laughs) as you see uh, Wyla is hiding some disgust in her face kind of being like I've seen this before but Will you two be okay? I need to go help. Yes, them. yes. Thank, thank you, Wyla. Thank you. As she's back, slowly backs out and kind of looks one last look to Timber, kind of checking on him one moment. Like, we can talk about the severed head later. And she, <laughs> she, she will, more so, we'll talk about the severed head if we're alive tomorrow morning. Um, <laughs> as he uh, slips out of the back of the tent, and you hear her run off. Um, 
What would the two of you like to do? Um, I'll kind of step forward and very gingerly place my hands on his shoulders. You all right? Uh... I'm so sorry. I don't... Uh... We, we don't have to talk about this now. Just answer me. Are you all right? I, uh... Now I'm good. I have... All of my blood. Not all of it. Uh... <laughs> Good. Uh, he's like patting himself down. Yeah. Do you remember anything? The. I remember coming in here. There was a man. He was holding a severed head. That severed head. Yes. Yes. That. Uh, and then uh, he was staring at you. Yes, we don't have time to worry about him now. Are you well enough to fight? Uh, or do you need to stay? No, I can. I can come. I can come. Right. Uh, I. Um. I want you to stay as far back as you can. Don't go into the thick of it. Ooh. Unless, unless Kieran or Wyla is able to to heal you anymore, because I haven't seen Kieran in a little while. Okay. Uh, you lead. The way. What is going on? It's chaos. And then I'll just lead the way outside. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as you step out of the tent timber, it just, it all hits, it rushes into you at once. As you can see from, you guys can see from your camp position, the, the, the skirmish happening at the central point of the barricade, where you can see Zverel's trying to dismantle the barricade as spears are pushing in and out from both sides, occasional archers firing arrows into the crowd, um, full skirmish happening there as these other smaller wedges are coming forward, firing arrows into the line. Are you leading him to Cal's position again? Um, no, I'm gonna lead him to the villagers um, who are, has, is the fire out, totally out, or is it, are they still working on it? At this point, the, the fire is out in the sense of, like, it's not no longer a threat, but they're still managing the, the small bits of the fire. It's not right. all going to go out at once, but it is yeah. no, no longer a, an immediate threat. Okay. Well, I don't want I don't want him too close to the battle quite yet, so I'm going to leave him, or I'm going to lead him over to the villagers, and I'm going to say to him, help them put this fire up completely. I saw someone that I need to go track down. I don't know if it's a friend or a foe, but they were sneaking and I don't know where they went. So I'm going to go look for that. You stay here. Do I'll be back. I, okay. <laughs> Led him to the, the main square. Me? Yeah. Or uh, yes. Yes. Okay. That's where okay. we are. So sure. You don't need help. No, uh, I don't. Okay. No, I, okay. I don't want you anywhere near that right now. Hmm. Wizwick, what were you doing during this time? Are you still in the square or are you returning to Kinsley's tent? Uh, I think that I stay just for a little while to uh, share some witty banter with Clear. <laughs> uh, as he comes in with all his cronies, I just say, Fashionably, fashionably late as usual, huh? I softened him, softened him up for you. You see, McClare. He gives you a half-hearted smile for as much as he's a badass, he's not in the fray of it, so he's going, he's still kind of like, there's a fight happening. 
Um, no time for many bands. Arrow in my shoulder. Yeah, like he just looks down at you with an arrow in your shoulder, crackling lightning on one hand, smoldering fire on one hand. He's just, and then he like looks across the uh, the causeway to the smoke plumes coming from the gatehouse, and he just gives you a a wide grin and just says, points me in the direction of the bite. Uh, I pull, I crack the edge of the, uh, arrow off, and I point the feathered bit at the, uh, at Drift March. Oh, you're sending, you're telling him to, to defend the, the entrance of the gate from Drift March. Well, are there any units, like, coming you over don't... the gate? No, you don't see anyone coming from Drift March right now. You see the two smoking plumes, it seems like whatever force is there is, is re- calculating itself, reorganizing, since they are, you've killed a lot of their archers. Uh, I say, I cleared out most coming from the fortress. Their main army army is cut to the north. Uh, yeah, I, I just like point this way and then point that way. Always like seeing too many movies. <laughs> <laughs> As McClear nods to you and you see his small band of makeshift villagers start to head towards the, the French line. Um, uh, is there any way I can, like, say, like, listen, I'm a little slow. I really got to get to the general's tent. Can can you can you help me out? Okay, you want you want McClare to bring you to the tent? Yep. <laughs> Give and me a quick I, persuasion roll. Okay. Fourteen. Yeah. Okay. So you see, you see him holding his battle axe. He kind of like uh, puts it in one hand, and then you see him look to one of the other villagers and just commands them to to head to the front lines and wait for him there. Listen to whoever's there, uh, and then he picks you up in your in, in in his arms, holding you like this, like a football kind of, and he just <laughs> starts running. Uh, I guess he's it's the same direction. So he starts running with his his. Uh, his troops. Um, they are a little bit ahead of him, um, and he will easily be able to deposit you at the general's tent. I will say he pauses for a moment when you enter, and you you see that exact same thing everyone's seeing now, the actual skirmish. And you see the, the, the forces fighting at the, the, the central point of the barricade. But then he quickly darts to the side to the big tent, places you down inside, and just says, stay alive, little one, and pats you on the head and runs out. As you turn back, and you can see one of the the wizards who's helping Kinsley is kind of struggling while the other one is is maintaining and Kinsley himself is maintaining uh it seems like one of the three is not doing too well in, in maintaining the uh the shield but they've been able to hold it so far uh yeah I, I begin concentrating with them and taking back my position and I, and I uh quickly shot to the general I cleared out the archers from the fortress. It should be a one uh, direction war now. Okay, so you see Kinsley and, and as he's maintaining the spell, like it's it's a it, it's an odd sight. You've seen it before, you've been around enough mages when they're concentrating on something this powerful. It's just sort of like Good, good. Thank you, Wiswick. Quickly rejoin us. We're struggling. As, yeah, I you know it's like <laughs> as you join, there's just sort of the, the you reconnect with the crushed glass in the in the, in the zone below, sort of 
almost like it's almost as if you're each maintaining a, a part portion of the shield, although it's all flowing through Kinsley himself. Um, I would say that you don't have vision of around you while you're channeling a spell. You can look through jets, but you don't have vision of the room you're in. Um, Cal, um, in your position, the wedge has now approached the barricade. You see your archers are getting last shots off before they start to uh, retreat backwards towards you, knowing your position. grabbing some of them. Some of them maintain their short bows, others grab onto spears or, or draw swords. What would you like to do? Uh, just, a, just a quick... Ready, boys, here they come. Okay, and you're going to uh, you're, have your line push up to the barricade, or so... are you waiting until there's a hole in it? So what I want is for whether they either come over or as they, because they're going to have to get a little disorganized to move barricades yeah. away or come over them. So I'm going to yes. wait until there's, you know, call it six or seven of them inside the line and then hit them at like at like a charge. Okay. Okay. So good to know. All right. So it takes that. You're correct. The wedge meets the barricade where the archers have dispersed. Um, you can see there's, you know, some wedges down the line who are meeting as well, um, but in your in your quadrant, let's say, um, they start to dismantle and they start to take apart. You see them carefully lifting and moving the, the, the barricade, trying to dismantle it, and then you do start to notice the them flowing in, and you can, at that point, order your soldiers to charge forward. Uh, your line pushes forward. They are... Um, with your inspiring words earlier, they're able to sort of cluster around appropriately to keep a uh, um, um, a funnel in that spot. Um, uh, and I, let's see. Okay. All right. So as your line pushes forward into their position, um, they're keeping the forces of the Zverils at bay. You notice um, you notice uh, a few Zverel push through the line and approach um, you, where you have your uh, two sergeants with you, and you have a few archers behind you. This is going to be a quick. Uh, uh, or do you have your archers joining in the line? I don't have. I don't have my sergeant with me. I left him in command. Of Correct. The other Correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, yes, Vencia is behind you though with Correct. some archers. With, she's. I left. She's handling her own troops. Correct. All right, so then you notice a few of your uh, uh, Zverils pushing through, and this is essentially where you're going to have to do some fighting. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to ask you to give me a quick uh, uh, quick initiative roll. Okay. Ah, it's a dirty 20. Dirty 20, nice. All right, so you see there are uh, five Zverils who have pushed through the line um, and are rushing towards you um what would you like to do i'm gonna draw prongs of the black and engage them all right go ahead and attack one and range it first Uh, that's right because you've got that 10 feet all right so go ahead and give me a a a, a reach attack roll yeah uh that my friend is a whatever 19 plus what seven is yeah 26 nice That'll hit. That'll hit. Go ahead and uh, roll damage. 14. 
Yeah, so you see these five sparrows push through. You see they come down. With the, with the plus four. You see as these Zveril's push through, you see one of them cuts down one of your soldiers and these five spew out to try to get behind the the line. You step forward, you charge forward, you bring the prongs out. It whips forward and you see it just slashes across the chest of this light infantry Zveril that comes out and just rips open the leather armor in front. You see the acid burning in the inside. He drops down and as you see the other four Zveril's immediately kind of like get into a position around you to charge forward towards you. Got it. You know, I'll use okay. my other attack. Go for it. For a 25 to hit? Yeah, that hits. Yeah. That's what I thought. <sighs> Cal I... just, just doing a, a whipping yeah. across as these barrels come forward. Uh, 13 with the poison damage. 13 with the poison. You bring another one down as you just sort of bring the whip, the, the whipped longsword up crack through the chest of the first one, bring it striking back down to take out this second one as the three charge forward towards you to try to bum rush you. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Nope. Okay. I'm deliberately, I'm trying to draw them to me because I don't yeah. want them to hit the archers who don't have much in the way of defense. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happening. Okay, so that is a... Uh, first one is a 17 to hit. Nope. All right, then the other two miss as well as you step. You use your uh, your fighter wits to step and avoid their attacks, parry around them, control their positioning in order for you to get another attack on them. 17. That will hit, sir. Yes, that'll hit. 11 plus... Uh, two for the poison damage, so 13. All right, so you bring another one down. As you sort of move between them, control their position, you kind of push one aside, dance through them, and bring the blade back to whip across the face of another one as three Zveril's now down. Um, extra attack, or? Yeah, uh, has a natural 20. <laughs> I'm gonna say, because you got a natural 20, how do you want to kill these last two? Yeah. So with prongs of the black, because uh, they're close in now, right? They're, yeah, yeah. Uh, with prongs of the black, it's kind of like a... So one of them goes in for a stab at me, right? And I kind of spin around and almost gracefully, almost so fast you can't see it. Like my, it just like flicks across his throat, just like right through. And then I extend it immediately, just right through the other guy's like forehead. And yeah. Out. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, exactly. You just sort of find your position, bring the blade up, and it splashes across the throat as he collapses to the ground, and in the same motion, bring the blade forward, and the whipped, the, the, the ooze that connects the shards of this blade just brings it out, and it just right into the guy's face, and then you rip it out as five barrels in the matter of uh, 12 seconds fall all around you. Um, really, more like nine, eight seconds, uh, as you've taken them all out and you look forward, you can see your men have closed that gap um, with the uh, with your aid controlling the flow coming in. Okay. Can I try to, yeah, yeah, I just want to try to roll a perception check to see how many Zverils still face uh, are, are in this wedge. Yeah, go ahead and give me a perception roll. Nine. 
nine. So it's hard to tell. Several, um, there are between several and many. Jails still. There's, there's, yeah, somewhere, somewhere between several and many. All you know right now is that your forces are at least controlling their entry. Um, you don't know. It's it's sort of you're unsure if you're beating them back, but you know you're aren't they aren't penetrating your. Okay. Um, we don't necessarily have to roll. Well, we do have to roll for it if you want. But uh, if you want to cut away, uh, what Cal will do next is just move up to his line, like right behind him, and use prongs of the black like over people's shoulders, basically. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Whip in and out. Absolutely. Uh, I'll cut away, but give me just a general uh, attack roll for sure. that. Um, and I'll say uh, with advantage. Um, oh. Okay, so Scarlet. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm going to check in with Kiron. Okay. Kiron, um, what would you like to do? Um, so they haven't noticed me. They have not. Oh, there no. is a force approaching um, towards the. There's a force approaching towards the direction of where you fired from. Okay. But they don't see me right now. Um, so I guess just to reevaluate what's. So is it there? So there's the line uh, against Kinsley's line. There's the middle and the flanks. Um, yeah. I pulled some guys off the middle part of that. Um, where is that, like, captain that I saw discussing the guy with the big axe? I think you described him. There's you. You mean the the captain on horseback or the the uh, the other one, not horseback. The other one, the one who is commanding the the, the yes. The, yeah. Uh, you can give me a perception check if you'd like. I'd love to. Okay. Eleven. What? Yeah, That's so that means one. I rolled a natural one. Plus <laughs> okay. 10 is 11. Kiran, I'd say you start to look for the um, the captain uh, who had the great axe, who took the order from the mounted uh, commander. And you, it's hard to see okay. through, the, through the mass that is these soldiers, and you are more distracted by the, uh, the group of soldiers heading towards you. Um, okay, then I'm gonna, so Kieran's gonna head, uh, he's gonna climb a little higher, but get a little closer, trying to get over this group coming back, and he's gonna fire back down on the line, uh, wherever he sees the Sferolds pushing the strongest, if that makes sense, wherever they're getting the most ground momentum. Yeah, totally. Um, so you are, uh, you are avoiding the the troops that are heading towards you and still attacking the main line. Correct. Okay, so go ahead and give me an attack roll. Uh, and is this with Guiding Bolt again? Yes. Okay, so give me an attack roll with advantage. Dope. Uh, 16. 16, okay. Um, go ahead and roll damage. I didn't roll damage last time, is that okay? I just realized. Uh, yeah, I just realized you didn't do that either. Um, you can go ahead and roll damage again. You can roll damage for both of them. Oh, okay. Uh, so we'll say the first one had a damage of 13. This second attack now has a damage oh, of uh, 13. So you watch as your bolts fling out into the, uh, into the air. Um, and strike at the back of this line. You can see, you see a bolt hits probably like two or three of the soldiers and you see them fall. Um, and then you, but what you do notice immediately is below you, 
this group looks up and they, while they, they see where you're coming from and uh, they may be going for it. So you are at this point 90 feet up in the air, right? Yes. Yes. About okay. 80 to 90, give or take. All right. So they are going to, actually I need to double check uh, one thing. Uh, 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 what is the range? What is the range? All right, so they have disadvantage on you uh, on, on, on attacks against you because you are 90 feet up in the air. So, first one is, wow. <laughs> uh, uh, rolled an 18 and a 19. Uh, so that is a, uh, a dirty 20 to hit you. Yeah, that hits. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to take six points of piercing damage as an arrow fires from a short bow up at you. The second one, is going to be an 18 to hit. Yeah. Or no, 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 sorry, sorry, no, 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 that's a 15 to hit. That, I went, uh, yeah. uh, that's my AC. Really? Yeah. Okay, so that just hits. All right, so that is another six points of piercing damage. As you can see down below you, this little small party of Zverils have, they just are firing, the, the two of them have short bows and they're just firing up towards you. Um, slightly blinded, they can only get, vaguely see where you are uh, because of the dim light. Um, but you do feel these these volley of arrows shoot up and two <laughs> fire into you as you you know that you're now at least spotted. Um, is there uh, any? Could I just? Is there ask, any, yeah. Uh, since he's spotted, is there any chance that my familiar could have spotted him? flying up there with him? You give me a perception roll for Jet. Okay. With advantage or, or normal? Normal. Six. No. Jet does okay. not notice. Uh, you know, there, Jet may have seen, like, little tiny flashes of light shoot off in the distance, but he didn't see. Um, specifically, he wouldn't be able to identify that Kiran was there. Um, was the source of that light, or that where Kiran's position is, uh, from where Jet's flying up above. Uh, Kiran, is there anything you want to do at this point uh, before I cut off to someone else? Uh, not besides. Uh, I mean, so upon being seen. Yeah. Actually, no. He would just continue to take a few more hits while firing into the enemy line where. He Okay. And, and basically, he would do this to a certain degree. Uh, you know, after taking a certain amount of damage, then he's got something prepped for the next stage of his boss battle, if you will. Okay. Uh, all right. So I will say, if you want to take another guiding bolt shot at the main force, uh, that actually, is well. No, sorry. If he, if I'm, if Kieran's getting shot at, he would return fire to those shooting at. Okay, so go ahead and, and, and do a guiding bolt down there. Um, I will say that it is helping what you've done in the main force. As you can see, uh, it's distracting them from getting off these short bow attacks on the, yeah. the, uh, the main force. As you can see, several, several troops need to move from the front of the wedge to the back because they're fearful of more fire coming from you. Um, what's your attack roll? That's a nine. All right, Kiran, you were a bit 
taken aback by the two arrows that hit you from this force beneath you as you shift your focus down there and fire a guiding bolt down. Um, but you see they one of the bolt one of the bolts hits a shield, the other one just hits into the ground, shoots up a, a puff of dirt. As you see, these soldiers are almost forming their own little tiny shield wall below as they're just gonna continue to to attempt to attack you in your current position. Um, you can see the forces clashing down below as they sort of need to almost create their own shell at this point, um, protecting both their front and rear. Um, it is giving the uh, the main wedge, the main uh, force, Amara's force, somewhat of an advantage on pushing against this uh, Severo front. Okay. Timber, and Timber, you are in the square at this point. Scarlet, you are have placed Timber there and you are rushing off to search for this individual. Um, Scarlet, I'd like you to, you can either give me a perception check or an investigation check. And then Timber, is there anything specifically that you would like to do at this point? Uh, Timber's gonna just, wait, where are you? Okay, she's gone. <laughs> um, Soft, leaving you in the middle of a massive battle. Confused. <laughs> he's, he's gonna look around and and try to figure out where she wants me, or... Yeah. <laughs> so I guess from where your position is, you would... Yeah, it's kind of in the middle of, 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 the, of the camp, unsure what to do. All you would know from this point is that there is a battle happening back in Kinsley's camp, where there are several points of conflict. Um, there, are, there are fires being put out in the current tent. There are plumes of smoke from the gatehouse of Drift March. There's currently not a lot of conflict happening in this square. Um, and Scarlet seemed to have brought you here because she was worried for your, your safety. So it's not so much that she told you to do anything and more she's like, I don't want you to die, so I'm bringing you here. And you understand that at this point. Um, is there anything I can do in that situation? Uh, Timber is is going to be, because he's, he's, he is like groggy and he's like, I, can't, I cannot yeah. fight right now. Um, uh, I'm going to uh, try to f help put out some fires um, and just see what he can do in terms of that, you know, I imagine okay. not very helpful, but, and more so scaring people to, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, to do I that. Yeah, would approach, the, these people are tossing water on the, uh, the now mostly doused fire and they turn back and see you and be like, oh, okay. Um, I, uh, um, I'm here to help. Just uh, uh, give me where where is the water source? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it would point you over to um, uh, to the where the line is starting. Um, you know this region. Wiswick's fireballs have mainly dealt with any threats to this region. The fires are starting to go out. Um, at this point, the main thrust of action is at that northern point. And Scarlet is pursuing you. All you know is Scarlet is trying to find someone she saw skulking around. Um, Scarlet, what was that? That check. Twenty-one. Okay. You would see as people, as villagers are rushing over, um, you would notice. Uh, you would notice this person kind of coming. You would notice someone strange out of place coming up with the villagers who are collecting water and bringing the buckets up and you would see they place a bucket down and then just start walking away from the buckets oh, fuck. 
and they're walking towards Kinsley's camp. Right. You see, they kind of like they're, they're slip, slipping in and out of the crowds of villagers, trying to seem natural as they head towards the camp. All right, um, I'm going to follow them, but I'm going to follow them at a little bit of a distance, but not too far that I'm going to lose sight of them again. Uh, Scarlet's dealer went over there, right? Or by just too busy focused on. This- so this is in the same, um, uh, actually, Timber, can you give me your, what's your passive perception? 16. Okay. You actually just noticed the person. Mm-hmm. Um, you would notice, you would, you just noticed them as you see this hooded figure drop a, a bucket down and then they, they're wearing very, you know, unsophisticated clothing. It's not like there's like an assassin armor all over them or anything like that. They just are a, a, they're out of place when you see them, especially once you see them put a bucket down and head away from the buckets instead of heading back to the river, kind of moving between crowds that are rushing around trying to, some of these crowds are just manic villagers who are just sort of trying to gather together and this figure is just moving in and out of them towards Kinsley's camp. You would notice as you see them move, you would catch, you, Scarlet wouldn't see you, but you would see Scarlet and you would see her start to slowly follow them. Um, Timber's going to try to get a better vantage point and then look at the people that he just said he was going to help and, uh, hold on one minute I'll, I'll go get more water you see a villager takes the bucket from you and just they just keep moving, they keep working um, alright so you follow Scarlet, Scarlet you're following this person yep. uh, alright so no need for stealth rolls or anything like that because you've spotted them you see that they're heading towards Kinsley's camp. Um, you see, uh, yeah, you just see them heading towards Kinsley's camp. You're just following them in there. Um, they seem to try to slip um, slip in between tents at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will need you to give me another perception check. Okay. Me as well, or just Scarlet? Uh, you don't, if you want to actively look for the person you can, or if you're just trying to follow Scarlet, you don't have to. Okay, I'm just trying to follow Scarlet. I'm actually trying to catch up or catch up to her also. Okay. Um, I would say you could definitely do that um, okay. after this check, because your speed is much faster than hers. Um, <laughs> Scarlet, what'd you get? 16. Okay. You don't, you, you lose track of them as they slip between the two tents. Um, to the left side, they seem to be slipping in between the tents to approach the, from the, the rear towards the Kinsley side of Kinsley's camp. So All where right. his tent is. All right, then I want to book it to the general's camp. Before she does that, uh, yeah. I want to put my hand on her shoulder to, hey, did what you... are you doing here? I, I left you down there. I, You're too uh, close. Mm, whatever. Did you see that man? Yes, that's who I was tracking. Okay, well... Are you doing? Go back. I can't. I'm not good at putting out fires. I'm good but at tracking people. Well enough. I, I can track people. You know what? You know what? Go ahead to the general's tent. He needs to know that someone's coming. Uh, why don't you do that? He's going to question why I... Never mind. Go, you're faster. Okay, let's. Okay, and I, I, I run to the general's tent. 
Okay, so Timber, you run in and you can see, you can see Amara's forces are somewhat pushing the uh, um, forces of uh, these barrels back a little bit. They're succeeding a little bit more um, as you, I'd say at this point, you would even would see Huron's beams of light shooting down. Um, as you would, you would see like somewhere beyond the armies, there's a small uh, twilight dark figure with twilight darkness all around them, firing these little, these beams of light down. Um, and you, the only thing that could possibly come into your mind is, are you Vanya? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but you push past the soldiers um, and into the main area where Kinsley's tent is. You can see there are some guards in front of his tent, um, and you can see there is on the uh, the far edges of his campsite barricades where you can see archers firing off towards these uh, these forces. Um, you can actually see some of uh, uh, some of Amara's soldiers break off from her unit with. Uh, with actually McClear and his his villagers, and they start to provide support to the archers on the left flank. Um, as you enter into this campsite, you approach Kinsley's tent. There are two guards in the front of it. What would you like to do? Uh, the is Kinsley in there? He's he's controlling the, the force walls. He's having a ritual. He's he, Cannot be disturbed. I, I, they I, sort of you see the uh, the force walls. Okay. Uh, be on guard. Uh, I need to go inside to make sure he's okay. Can keep an eye out. Keep a sharp eye out. There's a hooded man and a, a black hood man. Is that what you said? Yeah. Well, you know, he essentially looks like peasant guard, but with a hood covering his face. Uh, he looks like he's w wearing a peasant guard uh, with, with, a, with a with a hood. Um, just just keep an eye on it, out for him. I I don't. He looked like he was coming this way. I I, I didn't see where he went after that. Uh, I'm going inside. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they just sort of look at you like, and then you just push through them. They're not going to stop you. Um, they one, you're a big wolf man. Um, Two, they just, they are themselves sort of in that tense position of, we're not in the front line, but we're really close to it, and I don't really want to do anything. Um, you push through, they keep an eye out up there for anyone approaching. Um, Timber, when you enter in, you see two wizards, uh, young wizards, uh, um, who are uh, just channeling the spell. You see Kinsley in the middle of all of them. The ritual materials out. You see Wiswick in there too. There's just sort of arcs of lightning coming off of their hands into these crushed glass in the ground. And, you, and it's sort of all coming together in this ball of, of arc lightning that's being maintained in the center. And it's very bright and firm. Uh, give me a quick perception check. Ooh, that's a 23. Natural 17. You just see through the arcs of lightning past Kinsley slipping up from the back edges of the tent. This figure in the in the uh, with the cloaked hood pulling a dagger out from uh, from their their waist. Uh, like Timber is going to sprint. Well, how many? How far away is that? Where? How far away? They're is not. He? He's not that far from you. I'd say it's about uh, twenty feet from you. Okay, uh, 
Timber, in his injured state, is going to um, sprint up to him and uh, kind of like create like a like get in get in front of him and yeah. and uh, just get on all fours, just rush past Wiswick on his side, um, and uh, but I cast hex on him with the same <laughs> 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 with my bonus action. With your bonus action, okay. So the figure is hexed as you put, you dart forward and get behind Kinsley between the, the figure and Kinsley. You see they immediately start to crawl forward and leap over Kinsley's desk as you see your shadowy hex encapsulate around them. Um, and they go in and they they attempt to push past you. Now that they know that they're exposed, you will get an attack of opportunity on them. As okay. They, as they ch- attempt to dart around you and they go right for Kinsley. Okay. Um, My very... I'll say after this round, you'll you'll come in. Um, first off, Hex, Constitution. Con, cool. Yeah. Uh, might do. Might, 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 might. That's a 17. That will just hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Okie dokie. Um, stunning strike. Yes. Cool, 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 cool. Yes. Uh, that's nine points of um, slashing damage and two necrotic damage. And he's got to roll a constitution saving throw. Nice. With disadvantage. Okay, they got a 15. That beats it. Okay. So you see you come forward and you you see the shadows kind of come to your hand as you bring that claw in and strike right in the spot you think will bring bring them uh, to the stunned position and then you see them... Uh, And at that point, Timber's also going to yell, Kinsley! Okay. Um, so Kinsley, well, first he heard you kind of diving in, but that, that's Kinsley and the sound of the, the, uh, the figure cringing, you see he, he, he doesn't come out of channeling the spell because he just can't, he doesn't, he just, it will bring everything down all at once. Um, but you just see, he does seem to like tense up and he goes, Timba, Timba, what is happening? And then at that point, the... The, uh, the assassin's gonna go for an attack on him. I don't get a chance to do anything, do I? No, because you would be alerted at that same point that Kinsley would be alerted. Okay, I just thought, because he didn't break concentration, but I might be able to, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Natural 20. Oh no. Ouch. Okay. Okay, well, I rolled a one on the damage, so getting that 20 is uh, <laughs> not as good. Um, all right, so he he deals um, 10 points of damage to Kinsley. Um, Wizquick, you would feel a shockwave through you as this sort of affects Kinsley's concentration. It also affects you, your concentration. And I'll need you to give me a concentration check. Okay. 
where did my D20 go? There it is. Not great. Um, 11? You maintain concentration. Oh no. One of the wizards breaks. The other wizard breaks as well. Jeez. And Kinsley rolled a natural one. So, as this dagger sinks into Kinsley's back, you watch Timber, you watch Scarlet, you enter into the tent as you see Kinsley's eyes, the, 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 fa- the, uh, the arcane light fades from it. You can see the electric uh, sort of controlled sphere in the center breaks apart as outside Cal, you would see as you are now in the fray, you're whipping the prongs of the black in, taking out Zverils as your men. It's turned into this real close, bloody line as there's shields battering against each other. Occasional spears go through. There's kind of a point you grab a spear and you pull it as you whip the prongs of the black into this Zveril. You see arrows fly past you, and then suddenly you just hear sounds like thunder, as then you just see to your, to your right your left behind you as all of the horse walls immediately shatter and descend down as everyone stops fighting for a moment and looks up at the flash of white light around as these horse walls descend around the battle rages these wedges of sparrow units have pushed into the barricade and started dismantling it uh on the right flank cal and his squad are holding the funnel as these, this wedge is pushing through, um, counting on their their right flank being held by this magical barrier. Amara and her troops in the central flank are pushing the Zverils out with the aid of Curon and are successfully pushing them back as this these these magical shields have come down. As Clear and his uh, and additional um, portions of Amara's garrison are protecting the left flank. Um, Timber failed to stop this assassin who was trying to attack Kinsley um, as he disrupts Kinsley's concentration and a chain reaction goes through the three wizards, including Wiswick, who are helping maintain the spell as they all fail except for Wiswick, who maintains the connection. But for a moment, the shields held up with just Wiswick. And for a moment, Wiswick, you felt just like untold magic surging through you as you were just fried by it, and, and it broke you out of the concentration as well. Um, the spell, far too powerful for you to maintain on your own, as these force walls that were protecting the vulnerable positions shatter into a thousand pieces to descend upon the battlefield like snow. Cal, you recognize this, the, the, those cluttered within the tent know what happens, but you don't see it as we are going to Check in with Cal first. All right, so I see the force, the, the shields come down. Mm-hmm. I'll take a step back from the line and look to the right to see if there are any enemy troops headed towards the gap that is ostensibly my actual uh, assignment. Yes. So, see, um, when you look, you see. Uh, uh, give me a quick perception check. Um, but what you see, regardless of your perception check, is that mess, that scout running towards you from your 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 line. Like, it's... 
Carl, it's the shields are down. Like, like, as if you didn't see that, but like, <laughs> absolute just pure mm. dread in the eyes of this young young kid as he comes up to you. Give me that perception check. Nineteen. Okay, you would be able to see there's an immediate breaking of some of the rear line of the wedges that are now splitting a, a large portion of them moving towards the uh, the right flank. Um, while some maintain that central push, a lot there's a large force that is being uh, um, funneled back behind that line. It's essentially you're looking, you can see the shield bashing against each other, but you can see behind them about 10, 15 feet, forces moving now, and they're not wedged. They are charging yeah. around. This um, is okay, um... a hive of bees attacking now from the, the right flank as they're just going in to try to flood in before they can and break the line. Vencia! She's she's firing, uh, firing yeah. arrows, uh, and she looks to you and says, "What are you doing with your squad? You'll need to hold the rest of these here. I'll take my men, my folks up to the up to up to the gap there." You see, she immediately grabs the shoulder after of one of her her archers after they fling, and just says, pushes them off, and says, "Go, go to Amara and get us some more support. We'll hold this line." I uh, I issue the the fallback order. Mm-hmm. And I go, back, back to the gap, go! And then I, uh, to buy them some time to pull back and for the archers to move in, I'll, I'll do some whippy stuff. Okay, All right, then I'm going to ask you to do one thing for me. I'm going to ask you to give me three attack rolls. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, uh, it is a dirty 20, a 16, and a 21. Okay, so you rush forward, Cal, and and fire off some strikes from the prongs of the black. Um, you see your men and, so, and, and your soldiers retreating down the line as some archers fire into the uh, squad of uh, Zverel's unit. You leap forward. There's a few of, of Vencia's um, uh, archers who switch to spear and shield and sword who push in the gap with you, and you strike forward and you you, you take out three Zverels as soon as you come up and try to push past the gap as soon as they see the retreat, and you bring them down, no questions asked. Um, but then you see two Zverels fire arrows off at you, and they both miss in the in the motions of your your prongs slashing around. Arrow flies past your head. The second arrow. Not even your attention, but is ripped out of the air with the whip of the prongs of the black, and it just disintegrates into uh, uh, just acidy nothingness. Not um, even my intention. Not yet. Maybe your intention entirely to provide a just a, <laughs> a flurry of acid goo in front of you that's just blocking everything. Um, uh, but there is one Zverel who charges forward at you and. and digs at you with a spear, charging with all of his force, thrusting at you, and the spear hits you in the gut for... Oh, shit. He rolled above a 19, Sean? Yeah. Oh, he rolled a... Yeah, he rolled a 19. Because um, he... Uh, yeah, the other two rolled a 3 and a, and a 2. So. It was a quick reminder that I have increased my, my AC. Yeah, actually, that is good to know, because I thought your AC was lower than that, so... No! <laughs> <laughs> that is a good to note. Um... Uh, but he charges forward, and you take uh, 10 points of piercing damage. And I need you to give me a strength saving throw. Uh, Seventeen. 
Oh, right. You hold back. Roll the pen, but get a plus seven on strike saving. Okay. You hold yourself up and do not fall prone as the spear pushes in and pierces through your new leather armor and you feel some blood pouring out into your armor. Um, it is not pierced you so far as to, is to do vital damage, but you feel the wounds and you hold back as he tries to then push you down to the ground with the spear, but you just pull it out and then you go for a prong to the black attack on him. Uh, I wish if you could give me that roll, if that's what you yeah. would do. Has a, has a 16. That does not hit. Um, as the prongs swipe back and he, he sort of pushes back as you see these forces start to push out towards you now and they are trying to surround you. Um, what would you like I would, to do? I would fall back then to the whatever the arch, whatever line the archers have. Okay. Or while you're falling... Yeah, while you are falling back behind the archer line, it's 100% that... Uh, that's... Because um, I, I can't go... Yeah, I can't go a single session without a Lord of the Rings reference. It's like when Faramir's falling back and goes behind that wall and the archers fire a volley into the charging <laughs> forces. Um, but as you do that and the archers do fire a volley into the, the group of Severals, which takes up quite a few of them since they're now just charging straight forward into uh, the, the, the fray, we will switch over to Curon. You see especially from your vantage point it's like a light show as these guys these force walls shatter in your mind you know there is a cavalry flank that will likely soon be heading towards the uh the uh western front um you see below you they're still firing arrows up at you you see the uh, large portion massive portion of the army is running towards that right flank to attempt to break free before it can be secured um, what would you like to do? Um, from my position, about 90 feet in the air, can I see that western flank that they're going for? Uh, do you do you mean the actual um, camps western front, or are you looking for the actual cavalry that are in the west? Uh, I would I think just looking at uh, the camps to see how well manned it is because I I, rec I think I recall it was just a force wall that was there but is there any kind of barricade? Yeah, give me a perception check. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, so you can see that there is a single barricade line there that is just on the front of the civilian camp, but there is a massive gap to its left and right. Um, the left side leads to the main military camp. And the right side leads straight into the heart of the camp. Um, that's probably that, that right side is probably the weakest point um, where the cavalry could come in and attack from the rear on the line, or they can go directly into the civilian square and attack from that uh, point. So Curon's going to fire off one final uh, guiding bolt to the line. Um, surging towards the camp uh you know that in that area to the to the right you had mentioned yeah um where they're surging he's gonna fire into that line and then head off to the western front okay go ahead and give me an attack roll better oh, do man. i still have advantage uh, yes you do um this is gonna turn into you're on standing in front of a charging force of cavalry alone you read my mind. <laughs> 
Uh, still, that's a 21 to hit. 21 to hit. Okay. So you fire this off, and you can see it hits into a large portion. Go ahead and roll some damage for me. Ooh. Any chance Jack can get another try at finding him? Yes. Try to give me a perception damage. 21 points of damage. All right. So you watch several beams of this divine light fire out into the air and sh- shimmer across towards this this front. You see it takes out a few of these soldiers who just collapse to the ground and you see a portion of them, like a small contingency, a, a small squad, look off towards your direction and you see they split up. Part continues hiving towards the them and the other part start heading towards towards you, Curon. You are going to, as you start to head towards the Western Front, there are going to be two attacks on you from below. With its advantage, because of how high you are. Jesus. I got an by the way. Oh, nice. Okay, so uh, every time I freaking roll for these archers, they get two high rolls and they're disadvantaged. It's a 19 and a 17, so that's a, yeah. um, a 19 to hit. Definitely. So the first one will hit you for two points of piercing, or four points of piercing damage. Second one is a... Yeah, where did that sequel come from? Yes! Um, <laughs> it's Ilyvania. Um, the second one misses. Um, but an arrow, so an arrow, as you start to be carried off by the shadows towards the western front, an arrow hits you right in the back between your your uh, your scale male armor, and then um, another one flies past your head into the distance. Um, but you are able to continue moving on. Okay, uh, Wizwick, you do see Kiran through Jet. You can kind of identify with Jet that, uh, or Jet tells you mentally that Kiran is is there beyond the, the, the front lines and is seemingly moving to the uh, western front of the battle. Uh, if I command Jet to get to Kiran as fast as possible, do you think he could catch up to him? He would, but you would lose connection with Jet. He'd be too far away. Damn it. Okay. Well, um, no, actually, no, no. You're in the general's tent right now, so no. Yeah, he could, he could catch up with Kiran. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna command him to do that, and I look to Timber, and I say, "Protect the general. I have to help Kiran." Uh, oh. Timber just looks uh, at you I, like I, frantic, like like I'm still killing this guy. <laughs> yeah, I would say that. Uh, <laughs> yes. So <laughs> you see Wizwick. This all kind of happens at once. Wizwick sees what happens outside. He come. He comes out of it. Wizwick, what you would see is Timber uh, uh, attempting to attack this um, this assassin who has a dagger in the general's back. Um, as you say. Uh, protect the general and, and go about your business. Timber and Scarlet, you would still be engaged with this assassin at this point. Um, so, just to be clear, I'm taking my turn to prepare a cast of haste on Kiron when I get uh, oh, I see. to transfer it over. If I have Ted- to run in order to stay within range, I can head towards the west. Yeah, I'd say you would probably want to just to to maintain that connection because eventually Kiran would still be out of. Because uh, haste is how long does haste last? Uh, let me get that for you. Because you need to maintain like concentration visual? up to one minute. Okay. 
All right, but it is touch, right? Uh, not a yeah. touch spell. Oh, it's not a touch spell. No, it's not a touch spell. So Jet oh, wouldn't no. be able to, to cast it. Then I guess that's my bad. All right, well, change of plans. We're going to go with a solid suggestion on this jerk who tried to stab the general. Um, okay. Well. I magically uh, summon a cloud of magical dust that I shoot out into the uh, opponent's face, making yep. him uh, attempt a intelligence saving throw in order to resist this. And I'm going to suggest that he kindly lay down his arm. That is a nine, so he fails. As you all kind of engaged around this, this assassin figure you see, they just sort of like stiffen up stand up straight from their like attack position you just they just open their hands and drop the daggers from their hands and they're just staring up staring off into the distance just sort of like can i step forward and pull them away from the general yes you can definitely grapple them um yep you grab onto this uh, assassin's arms and pull them away um they are essentially you've taken them away. What would you like to do with them? Um, if you grab them, they can't reach down and grab their weapons. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I want to pull them back, and I want to, um, I want to tie their hands behind them. Okay. Um, feet too, I think, and just like drag them as far back to the tent as po- in, like still in the tent, but as far away from the general as possible. Yeah, and I would say, Timber, if you want, you can help her with this, uh, uh, just to ensure that it, uh... Uh, Timber's going to... Or you can do something else. Uh, well, uh... Two things. Yes. Uh, real... Well, as Scarlet is... Or, like, this guy drops it, Scarlet is, uh... <laughs> drags him away. Um, Timber would like to... Uh, rip his Achilles tendon so he can't move. Um, and just <laughs> just killed. No, he's he's not dead. He's just incapacitated. And already incapacitated. Because with the way suggestion works is once they complete their task, they they they're back to normal. So he could have if you, if you didn't do anything with him, he could have just picked his weapons back up. Um, so. Timber, I would ask you to give me a. I don't even know what. what <laughs> I'd say I'm gonna say you do it. Okay. <laughs> because he's trained. There's no like you know what's up. You know where it is. You rip. You go. You stop Scarlet as she's pulling him away. As she's tying his arms, you go up and you grab and you just drag your claws across their their heel where their their Achilles tendon is. As you hear. <laughs> And the hood drops down, and you can see this. This uh, it's not a human. It's not a barrel. It's a um, it's a uh, in the snow leopard variety tabaxi, who oh. um, just grits at his teeth. And you can see he's got this beautiful snow leopard fur uh, that are now, uh, but now he's biting into his own lip, blood coming down as you slashed through his tendons. Oh. Scarlet, as you pull him away. 
from the general, who now is sort of like recovering from from the breaking of the the, the shields. We need to we need to secure the western front. It's vulnerable. He looks to you each and sees. Can you recast the spell? No. No. It would take too much time. If you can go and cover the Western Front, perhaps I can, but I've... That is our immediate need. We need someone there to the West. Where is Cal? Timber Where is Curon? Timber looks to Scarlet and Wiswick. Curon is above. He's heading to the West. Cal is up north, defending. Right, I will head to the west. I will come with you. I will secure the forces there. Timber, if you can come with me. The rest of you, you can come with me or you can support Cal. But either side will need will need your help. The shields went down on the east and the west. Both sides are vulnerable. I, I'll, I'll go with I'll go to Cal. Um, but on the way out, I want to get, I want to get one of the guards to say, need you to watch this one. Don't let him go. I doubt that he can, but keep an eye on him. So the two guards from the front go inside to keep an eye on this assassin you tied up and incapacitated, uh, physically. Um, Wiswick, where are you going? I think my plan is to go with Cal and leave Jet on the Western front so I can keep eyes on everything. Okay. Okay. You may lose connection with Jet if he goes too far, but you can keep him within range. You just wouldn't have as good of a vision. Okay, that's fine. I just want to make sure that they don't invade. Okay. Scarlet, which side did you say you were going to? I'm going to Cal. Cal, okay. So Timber and General going to the west with Giron. Okay, so at this point, because we've somewhat split up in a more even way, um, I'm going to ask everyone to give me uh, initiative count. All right. I still have the big blessing. Yes, you do. I've never really used it. Ooh, Ooh nice. Hey. I got a nat one. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Well done. It, it was a, it's a strategic move. Strategic. Oh yeah. Spellcaster always oh, Right. Ah. Alright. Uh 20 and 25. 21. 21 from Cal, Scarlet? No, sorry. I'm not raising my hand. Oh, I thought you were raising your hand. Right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Uh, 15 and 19. 17. 19. Run 18. All right, that makes it easy. Timber. And then a natural one from Wiswick. What's the total yeah, on that? It's to an eight, yeah. Wow. You add your intelligence to that? Modifier. Yeah, it's the Yeah, yeah, lore master. Oh. 
Okay. Um, I'm intelligently fast. <laughs> Run smarter, not harder. Yeah. <laughs> right. I can just move yeah. faster than everyone else. I could predict what's yeah. gonna happen. I guess that's it. yeah. I guess that's the uh, concept for it. The um, spell spell singer uh, subclass fighter gets to do it too. Um, all right. Uh, spell singer. Okay. So. No, no, never mind. No, no, I was just. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Blade Singer. It's Blade Singer. Um, but anyway, uh, all right, so then we're going to check in with Cal first. Um, and then it is going to be uh, Timber, which, I mean, for now it's going to be Timber. Uh, you'll be moving with the General. Scarlet and Wiswick, you'll be moving towards Cal. Um, and then Curon, you are ahead of everyone going towards that western front. Um, Cal, right now, um, you are with the archer line. Your soldiers have gone over to shore up the other side. What would you like to do at this point? You see that some of the archers are drawing their weapons. You see a small contingency from Amara is heading in your direction. Um, I'm going to support some, some my, my troops. Okay. All right, so you can easily do that. You get to your troop line and it is chaos um as there are um some of vency's archers are still in that area supporting them not all of them just a handful um they are somewhat making a line but there are several zverils pushing pushing through it's like a it's it's open battle it's not really lines anymore it's more yeah of a, so the are any of the troops that i sent from my position like are they just already in this giant furball? Yeah, they're engaged. Okay. Um, not in line. You said just straight up not in line. They are. I would say they're as they're they're as much of a line as they could be. I'd say it's sort of like spherals have pierced through. So there's now kind of a double line happening um, for where the line is starting to be overwhelmed and overcome. Okay. Sparrows are spilling through and hiving out like bees and attacking archers. And some of them are running past and trying to get deeper into the camp. Got it. So, I mean, any that run near me, I'm going to attack. But uh, I guess my goal then would be to, starting from when I get there, just start killing barrels that are engaged with my troop and forming each one on me. That, like, if I'm able to alleviate that. Yeah, like, we, we need a line here that we can delete. Yep. All right. So then, what I'll ask you to do for your turn is to give me your two um, attacks, and then uh, give me a uh, uh, persuasion check. Okay. Okay. Uh, what was the first attack? Sorry. It was an eighteen and a twenty. Okay. All right. So yeah, you enter in, and I'd say with those two successful attacks, I'll give you advantage on the persuasion um, okay. persuasion attempt. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. There we go. All right. See you. You see the organized chaos that is your line starting to break apart, um, and you come in and you just immediately bring down uh, uh, all the zverils in your path as you just start to slowly bring your soldiers to you. Um, and I'd say that you're starting to make, with those rolls, you're starting to push, bring them to you, clear out straggling um, Severals. Some have gotten through and are beyond um, your line, but that will have to be dealt with by the 
the, the soldiers intermittently dispersed throughout the camps. Uh, but you cut off you cut off the Zverel infiltrations um, so that they are not pushing through anymore. Um, there are still some beyond your line, but they're engaged with you and your soldiers. And you have reformed your line in this area um, and gained a uh, somewhat of control of the space. But there are more Zverels coming um, with every second. It's no soon you'll no longer just be squad on squad, and it will be uh, many more Zverels overwhelming you. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. I'm gonna. Yeah, so. I would, I would just yeah. keep shouting like, you know, to me, rally on me, like, you know, trying to get more and more of whoever is around to listen to form up, you know, live. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I would say uh, this point in the initiative order, everyone would hear a. Um, a horn bl blaring uh, from the gatehouse. Huron, uh, as you are approaching the western side of the battlefield, you would start to see creeping out of the, the western woods is that cavalry force now that are pushing forward towards the western front. Timber, you are heading towards the Western Front with the General. Uh, I'd say from the General's camp, it would not take you too much to get there. I'd say you're running with the General. You actually get a bit of a head start on him in terms of your speed. You would hear that horn blaring from the fortress. There's a loud war horn blare. Um, nothing happens at the fortress. The gate doesn't open. There's no archers that resume their positions. Um, but you hear that as you then turn in to the uh, civilian camp on the Western Front, and you can see soldiers are rushing from the Southern camp, trying to head in to shore up these breaches in the wall. Um, is there anything specifically you'd like to do, or are you waiting for these barrels to approach? Um, <clears throat> I would be waiting for them to approach. I would like to, so hold an action, and as a bonus action, I'm going to drink a potion of healing. And that's my turn. Okay. Uh, okay, so, Cal, uh, your forces have uh, are doing a, a pretty damn good job, actually, with your words of encouragement with that 23 persuasion rule. Reforming the line is working quite well. The... Uh, Zverils, on the other hand, have entered into a frenzied state where they aren't really, uh, even though it, it works when they've breached a line, but it doesn't work so great when they're as an actual line holding them off. And your soldiers are starting to get an advantage on those that are there, but there are more Zverils coming. Um, you do notice behind you that uh, Amara's forces have reinforced the, uh, um, the, the breach that, was, that you had left behind. Um, and uh, they have shored up that that uh, intrusion, 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 sorry. So this section, although you are in a situation where there is a lot of forces coming towards you, it's looking good right now, um, but that could change at any point with just the sheer number of sparrows. They could overwhelm your forces on their next turn, potentially. Um, 
Curon, uh, you are up. So you are approaching. You are going to. You're going to reach it pretty quickly. Um, okay. Are you? Do you want to start to descend down, or are you staying with your advantage point up top? I'm gonna descend down a little bit. Um, so. I, I got a few choices of what I want to do. I want to be a little creative with it. Um, so, once I'm within 90 feet of the front of the charging cavalry, Huron's going to cast Sleep. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, which is a 20-foot radius. Well, so that's the thing, is it starts with the lowest oh, so. hit points. So, I you would assume... Horses have lower hit points. I looked it up. Um, I don't know how you want to play it. I won't say anything. Um, I looked it up. To have the horses fall yep. I'm I'm all for it. It's super. That's fucking awesome. Give me your uh, sleep rolls. Uh, so, I guess all it is just in the second level. So it's seventy-eight. Five, nine, twelve, seventeen, twenty-four. Uh, twenty-four, thirty-five, forty. Forty points of sleep damage. Okay. So you would see, kind of as you're slowly descending, approaching it, you can see some soldiers trying to form a line down there. Um, you know, it's a smaller force than at the front up above. Um, and as you cast this spell, you can see little starlight sort of descends down, up, like little, like sand, like little glittering sand descends all around these the twenty foot cube. As you see, um, uh, three sorry, it's forty foot cube. It's twenty foot radius. Oh, okay, I see. I see. Um, as you see in this, these cavalry start to charge, and they're doing an active charge at this point. As you see. Three of the front line horses all immediately sort of just just sort of slow down as you see the line around trying to maneuver around and you see a few horses kind of trip and falling tumble over as these three just sort of slow down, stopping and then fall asleep as several it disrupts the lines, it splits it. Several of the cavalrymen, their horses tumble un like or stop entirely at this as you have uh, slowed down and incapacitated some of the cavalry charge and lessens it, lessened its charge forward, uh, which is good. Um, as you start to slowly, you're descending, but still above um, at 60 feet, you said? Yes. Okay. All right. So that will lead us to, I'll say, Scarlet and Wiswick as you are heading towards the uh, eastern front with uh, where Cal is. All right. Is it going to take our full turn to get up there? Um, I will say no. I'll, uh, I'll say it take your full turn to get up to Cal, or Cal. Okay. Movement and action, which you have a bonus action when you get there. So I if you want, want to go directly to Cal, you, you go... Okay, well, Scarlet, you'll have an action then, yeah. Yeah. So well, would it be possible for me to just cast Hades it? Yes, you absolutely can. Ooh. So uh, I can do more stuff. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. 
So, Wizwick, sacrificing your ability to move all the way up to Cal, um, you allow Scarlet to uh, just just head directly over there. Scarlet, you feel that rush of adrenaline as you enter into the uh, the the where you originally were at the start of this battle, and you can yeah. see Cal in the midst of of of, uh, of a shielded fight with his line. There, it's it's like. The lines as thin as a balloon skin as it's holding back these these barrels successfully, but it is not doing. It's it's just it's at capacity for holding back. As yep. you can just see, this barrel force is like pushing itself forward. You see on the sides, some of them are starting to attempt to dismantle the barricade. Um, Wizwick, you would be you would have stopped and have done this right at Amara's line, so you would see Amara is actually pretty successfully pushing out. As these as these barrels have refocused themselves to Cal's front, so Amara is actually pretty close to pushing and breaking the wedge in front of her. Scarlet, what would you like to do? All right. So, seeing the very thin line that Cal and his people are holding, I would like to cast Earth Tremor underneath the uh, barrels that are closest to them as my action and um, I'm having a hard time picturing it, but is there an area that I can get because it has not been nerfed yet? I would like to use my bonus action to cast Erupted Flesh. So if I'm going to describe what you can see is what's on the battle map, actually, the, the combat camera right now. Um, so you can see uh, there is the line of barricades. You can see this line here is mm-hmm. uh, is the um, uh, is Cal's line essentially holding back. Uh, I mean, there's more soldiers than minis are here. Yep. But they are holding uh, back this line of Zverils that are pushing in, and you can see Zverils are coming around and just yep. filling up this space. You can see Cal is up in the front fighting with them, you could push yourself into the fray with the line and use the spell. Okay. Um, Yeah, so I want to do Earth Tremor first and then Erupted Flesh, just to make them stumble a little bit. Okay, so remind me, Earth Tremor is just like a, is a... um, A, uh, let's see, each creature other than you in that area must make a dex saving throw. It's a dex of 15. On a failed save, they take 1d6 bludgeoning damage and are knocked prone. That's going to be difficult. Is it loose earth or stone? Is that ground right there? That's yes? Right. Okay, cool. It's, uh, it's, so it's, it's mud, essentially, so I'd say that's mud. loose earth. Yeah, I'd say um. so. <laughs> uh, so that's difficult terrain, um, and it has that has to be cleared. Um, if right. they succeed, there's no... Give me uh, the damage for that. All right, two, two points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Uh, and then uh, give me the erupted flesh, if you remind me, is um, it's at the start of their turn that they take damage, right? Or when they, or right away when you. So cast. right, right away, enemy creatures within five feet have to make a dexterity saving throw. When they fail that, they take damage, and then. Um, if they start their turn within 
five feet of me, they take extra damage. All right, Scarlet, roll roll damage for that. Two, eight. Nice. 12 points of fire damage. 12? 12. I got a five and okay, a seven. Yeah, yeah, I'm remembering why I need to nerf this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Cal, you are pushing. You're holding as best you can. You're, a pinprick will break this lion as you see it suddenly the, the mud beneath the feet of this veril starts to tremor and you see these globule bubble bubbles of mud popping up as they start to, as you see a large portion of them fall down prone and, and the forces just start to fall, collapse. Your forces start to bring their axes, their spears, their swords down into them. And then you see Scarlet pushes through and you see she actually pushes through beyond you and you see that crackling magmic uh, event happening as, as just heat radiates in front of her. As you see several zveros in front of her, their skin starts to burn and, and horribly as they start to scream. It's quite dreadful, but it's significantly giving you advantage here as she is some of them all dead before her, her the heat of her, her flesh. Um, giving, she also has another action. You do I have do two it? actions. I yeah. do. Haste. Yeah. Haste. 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 Yeah. So Scarlet, <laughs> you step forward with your blades out, heat pouring out. These Verils holding their, their their arms up, just absolutely being decimated by you in this way, but also by Cal's forces who are taking this advantage and just bringing their weapons down into them. Is there anything would you like to do with your second action? Uh, yeah, I would like to huck my dagger of return at the closest one. <laughs> All right, go ahead and give me an attack roll. <laughs> Natural 20. Oh, okay. I should do that. I can prove it if you want me to. <laughs> no, you don't need to prove it to me. Okay. Scarlet, you come forward, you come blazing out. The heat sort of rippling the air around you. You fling a dagger out and it just knocks this barrel down. They immediately fall to the ground. The dagger returns into your hand. And I'll say you even get a nice little second second swing of it at one next to you. As the Zverils... Oh, that's cocked. The Zverils are thoroughly intimidated by you at this point and Cal's forces, giving a significant advantage on Cal's next turn to command his, his troops. All right. Um, Wizwick, is there anything else you'd like to do? Uh, I'm going to move towards um, the eastern. I don't know where is Ayla. Or what was her name? Queen. The Queen? No, not Wyla. Wyla? No, not Wyla either. The, the person who is already having an advantage, like she was going to flank. Like she Amara? was going to Captain Amara. Captain Amara, who's pushing through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you, Amara, you're moving towards Amara and her forces. Right. Okay. And that's it. All right. All right. So that will bring us back to the top of the round with Cal. You've seen this moment of advantage uh, when Scarlet approaches and uses erupted flesh in exactly the way that it probably needs to be nerfed for. Um, <laughs> what would you like to do with your forces and yourself? Push forward! Cover her! Because now she's just out there alone in the middle of yeah, a pile yeah, of enemies. Yeah. She is definitely exposed. <laughs> All right. Uh, she... Yeah. Goal would be come up, get the shields around her. 
Yep, yep, yep. And Scarlet. But still in line. Just, just up. Yeah, so Scarlet, after you took out his veil and took out another one, there's a bit of a gap between you and the rest of the soldiers. You see Cal's unit pushes forward and comes around you, bringing their shields forward. You, and they are confident. They are uh, inspired, if you will. Um, and Cal, you step up next to Scarlet and look out at the Zverils ahead of you, trying their best to reform their own line, but they are in scrambles at this point. Is there anything else you'd like to do, Cal? Uh, I'm gonna make sure Scarlet's behind the line. Yeah. Uh, uh, probably toss her a, good lord, woman, what's wrong with you? And then, and then uh, just, you know, cover, keep covering the push, keep pushing with, with yeah. the troops. Can I yeah. do something for flavor right there? Yes, you can. Just as he's as he says that, I'm just gonna like be, take out like a piece of string and just kind of like look at him and just, tie my hair back in a ponytail and just be ready to go. Uh, I'll roll uh, two or three when it attacks just to do some damage to the front line. Yeah, totally. Go for it. Uh, Wow, that's, yeah, that'll be, it's like a 25 and a 23. Oh, right. You guys are pushing these spherals back. Um, Okay, so that brings us to the western front at this point. The line has been disrupted of the cavalry charge giving them time to form somewhat of a line um and try to to do whatever they can to protect against this cavalry charge as they are moving it takes them i guess their full turn to sort of reconstitute their force um but they are on their next turn going to charge the line and, and hit into the camp um and engage the cavalry unit um Timber, you at this point can see that there is a charging force of cavalry heading in your direction. You can see the general has caught up with you and it's starting to bark commands at the soldiers all around. Um, you can see they are, there's a few of them that are trying to, to uh, um, get on horseback themselves, but most of them are grabbing spears and trying to form uh, the best line they can to pre- prevent this cavalry um, attack from dealing too much damage or breaking too deep into the um, into the uh, uh, camps. You notice there are not as many soldiers on this side as there were that you saw engaged in the front line. Um, is there anything you'd like to do at this point? I know it's kind of just the precipice before something happens. Yes, uh, I, you uh, I just want to stand behind one of the one of the men with shields, and I mm-hmm. will hold my action until the force of people. I want m- multiple people within. Um, within my range, and then um, once that happens, I'd like to do something. What that's action are you holding? Or do you want to? Secret. You want to keep it a secret? I'll allow you to keep it a secret since you seem so into it. But but yes, so you are standing. You come up to the line. You see, there's several uh, soldiers. They've got shields. They got spears. There's the there's uh, uh they're trying to create some kind of um you know failing to stop this uh, this charge, although the cavalry charge is significantly outnumbers them at this point. Um, and you just wait for the right moment. Okay. Eastern front. Oh, they're so intimidated. They rolled so low. Um, so with you being able to, with Scarlet's outstanding aid in here, push them forward, you notice kind of looking off, kind of scanning the horizon. Amara has pushed through. 
the Zverals that have uh, um, attacked the central portion of the barricade, and Herm soldiers now are trying to curve and clean up the barricade and rejoin with yours to unify. Um, it will take um, it will take at least a round before their support comes to break the charge hitting you. Um, the Zverals attacking you though are significantly dismayed. They are attacking as best they can. I would say Scarlet and Cal both need to give me um, deck saving throws with advantage. Twenty-six. Twenty-four. Okay, so you, uh, as you are in this line, your shields are pushing them back. You see the Zverals are launching themselves forward, trying to like grab at the shields. It's, uh, you know, they don't have the advantage of their own lines. So they're just sort of frenziedly attacking. Uh, you see one hucks a spear and you see it skids across the shield and goes right past your, your, your head, Scarlet, and lands harmlessly in the mud. An arrow then sort of flings things at you, Cal, but you just narrowly miss it as you both avoid taking any damage on this round. But your line is holding and pushing out. Um, they have not broken your line on this turn. Um, and on the net, on Amara's next turn, she'll be able to uh, essentially break the, uh, the force that is attacking you. Um, <clears throat> Were they within five feet of me? Sean? Yes, you can roll damage again, yeah. Yeah. Did you skip Kieran? Oh. No. Oh. Kieran is next. Oh. Well, hang on. Shannon, we're within five feet of you. It's enemy creatures. Oh, that's good. Oh, well, yeah, that needs it there. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 one of the big reasons I need. It's just um, it's just free damage. And it there's like a solid five to ten. Guys, there's like five fine. feet of our soldiers. Sometimes, in this. sometimes yeah. I roll this and it's a two. So it's fine. What did you roll, Scarlet? Uh, two. <laughs> two points okay, of fire okay. damage. All right. So your your damage is more so supporting Cal's uh, um, soldiers holding their line. As you see, Azvera will attempt to drag one of his soldiers out to be taken out. And the, you see like some, some of their skin starts to bubble at the cheek as a, uh, one of Cal's soldiers brings a sword into them, pushing them back. Um, <clears throat> you know... Cal's soldiers maintaining the line once every now and then a few of them are taken out. But, I was uh, going to say, can one, I get a count on how many yeah. folks are still heading? I'd say your line, is, your line is approaching a single file soon uh, as you're losing losing troops. Um, I know I gave you a, uh, not a huge number in the, in the beginning, um, but I'd say you've lost at least... Uh, um, you can't really get a good count right now, but somewhere right. between um, five and eight of your your soldiers have been brought down, um, oh, and your right. line is your line is thinning. And you, if it weren't for, wait, I'd wait. say if it weren't for, yeah, five or eight of the soldiers that I brought back, because there was that initial ten that I left back there, and uh, I can't oh, imagine I would, they were doing okay. You no, know, I'd say of, of your total. Uh, oh, okay. Most those casualties probably came from the line that you originally yeah. left there. Um, yeah. Your line, the most of your forces are the line that you sent over, um, and there's a few yeah. that remain from the ten you originally s sent left. If you hadn't sent over any forces, they'd all be dead of that ten, sure. and there'd be just barrels everywhere. Um, of course. 
Uh, all right. So, Curon, you have cast a sleep spell. You are 60 feet above the battle. You see a line form forming, um, a thin line forming at the two weak points of this charge. Um, and you can actually see down below, you can see Timber now um, amongst the line. What would you like to do? Uh, can I see the commander on horseback? Give me a perception check. Jesus, 12. Oh my god. I'm so yeah, sorry. Terrible luck. <laughs> yeah. Most of my role. Say you can't pinpoint the uh, commander just yet. All right, then um, I'm going to cast Darkness. Um, it's going to be not at the front of the line, but, you know, so I'm going to cast it on a specific horse. It would have been the commander, but if I can't see him. Mm-hmm. It'd be someone towards the front, maybe like second row back, so that the radius of it gets the front row. Um, yes. And it's gonna just be wherever it looks like they built up the strongest part of their way. Yeah, so like where they've reconstituted themselves yeah. and it's the most the strongest. Okay. Do-do-do. Okay, so suddenly and and, and um, you know, Timber, you would be able to see this as well um you see because the force is charging you at this point um on their next uh turn they're going to breach through you they're going to attack um you see just this billowing darkness that you recognize is the spell darkness though it is slightly varied from what yours looks like as it just builds this 15 foot radius around this one horse and you see several um oh man see several horses then just sort of tumble forward and they lunge their uh, their riders forward as Kiron has disrupted another portion of this charge significantly lowering their charging attack on their abilities as they charge towards the line that you are um, protecting uh, timber okay anything else Kiron? Uh, no bonus action Yes. Um, and I'd probably stay above them. So yeah. Cool. All right, Scarlet, you are up. Okay. Um, so there's the line in front of us. How close are the sparrows on sparrows on the other side? So for you, since you're behind the line, they are ten feet away from you. Okay. If I was going to try and throw my dagger at them, would I have disadvantage because I have cover? No, no. No? Okay. No, they have disadvantage on attacks against you. Got it. Okay. So I would like to do that. I would throw the dagger of return um, at whoever's closest first. Nah. 13. That will not hit. So the dagger flings out into the crowd, and before it can find purchase, it returns to your hand. All right. Um, Piss that that didn't work. Can I use 10 feet of my movement to shove through to try and just do it myself with my yes. offhand? Yes. You have a second action, FYI. Thank you. Okay, I'm gonna do that first. How long does that last? A minute? Yep. Ten rounds. Damn. Four until I lose I like it. 
Okay, how about a 19? Two to AC, but it hasn't. That okay. will hit. Um, and sneak attack? Of course. Ah. They're thoroughly engaged. All right, that's two plus four is six plus ooh, 11. So that is 17 points of piercing damage. Okay. And then I would like to do my offhand. Okay. <laughs> that is an 18. Okay, that will hit as well. Okay. And that is one point of piercing damage. And then I want to use movement to back up. Yeah. All right. So I'll say that what happens is you charge forward, you push through the line, and you bring a you bring your dagger down and slash into the side of a Zverald troop who just charged forward. You kind of like dodge their axe swing and then bring the dagger into their throat and pull it out. They fall. Another one approaches you, and you give kind of like a defensive flourish out with the dagger to try to dissuade them as you slip back into the shield wall. Wizwick, you are you are up now. You can see in front of you. Amara's forces have pierced through. There are there is a significant portion that are curving to go along the barricade to break the uh, to try to break the other wedges of Zverals attacking. Another force are just maintaining and taking out other Zverals that are fleeing from this uh, this main force here in the front. Uh, I believe I'd ignore the fleeing Zverals, mm-hmm. and I would. Uh, focus more on catching up with the flank or the yeah. group that is pushing into another one of the wedges and yeah. as soon as I get within a uh, 60 foot range I would like to cast chatter on some of those jerks Go. that is a saving throw right? It's a saving throw. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with... Intelligence. We're going to go with a loud, ear-piercing... It's still going to be light thunder damage. Yeah. Uh, just going full sonic boom mode. Where I just scream as loud as I can. And it eradicates people's eardrum. What does that sound like? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, dial it down. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, all right. Go it's like a Minotaur. Uh, okay. Uh, Fifteen. Uh, until I guess it would be Constitution saving throw. I didn't really think this through. Uh, but yeah, con con saving throw. And it's full damage on a success, uh, and a, or on a fail, and half damage on yeah. a Yeah, half right, on a so fail. So go ahead and roll, uh, roll damage. Ugh. You know what, we'll, we'll, throw a, we'll throw an extra dice in there. We'll, we'll spend a first level spell slot and uh, bump it up a bit. Well, that's probably good, because uh, this barrel has thoroughly failed these rolls. That's great, because I'm about to dunk them. Uh, oh Wizwick's gonna have such a high kill count. Such a high so kill count. <laughs> Eleven uh, plus nine is twenty. Twenty damage. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, the Amara's troops start to push forward, 
to attempt to take this 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 uh, this company of um, uh, squad of Zverls, and you were you just shriek out into the air and concentrate it onto this group, and you just see these Zverls just grabbing at their heads and screaming themselves as they're as you see blood coming out of their ears. Several of them fall collapsed to the ground, trembling uh, as the remainder just their will and spirit is crushed by this as they, they some of them drop their weapons and put their hands up, but this this squad is obliterated. Um, either either a good chunk of them have died and a lot and most of the rest of them are, are surrendering or doing their death attacks at this point, lunging forward as Amara pushes through and is going to be able to secure Cal's position much more efficiently at this with this. What's going on? Okay. All right. Um, Cal, at this point, you can see that the forces are breaking in this area. You can see Amara's troops coming forward. You can see the Zverils in front of you losing spirit, some of them running, some of them backing away slowly. The This front, as far as you can tell at this point, is one. Is there, what would you like to do? Uh, I'll issue a hold order. <clears throat> okay. We don't. We're not. We're not cavalry. We're not light infantry. We don't. We're not going to pursue them out there. Okay. Mark this. All right. So you you hold your line as these varils begin to retreat. Some of them are met by Amara's line, but for the most part, they flee entirely. Amara's line meets with you and your lots. Um, battle has ceased over here um <clears throat> amara would immediately uh come up to you you all and just and just say uh first she would just sort of like catch her breath we need to go and support the western front we need to go now and she would immediately she would order her 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 soldiers to begin heading in that direction and she would nod to you, Cal, as their forces slowly, they're not moving at full capacity since their force is exhausted at this point. They are heading over to provide what support they can for the uh, Western Front. I'd say the lot of you at this point can do something if you'd like. You can talk momentarily, or you can just start heading in that direction. I'm going to look around to see if Sergeant Fallenbridge is still alive. He is dead. Okay. Is Falk or Callus still alive? <laughs> I would say that uh, uh, those are the, um, uh, those two are the, uh, the are runners. they just the runners? Yeah. Um, I would say Falk is, is, uh, is alive still. <clears throat> Got it. Uh, okay. That was just for Tim. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Falk is still alive. Does anyone yeah, have corporal Paul, stripes Paul, on? Or I don't know if people, people don't wear stripes. Uh, does anyone have. <laughs> The plumes of a corporal, what would they wear? I don't know. <laughs> You're thinking who was next in line. Uh, yeah, uh, who, anyone. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yes. Okay, I'll, I'll say that you can. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to address all of my troops by name. Yeah, no, I know. Um, uh, I'd say with that, 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 um, um, that, that group that you had left behind with Fallen Bridge, he uh, or they have uh, they have fallen, um, and the person who comes forward for command, you didn't learn their name, but they they just uh, 
um, come up um, and just say, uh, they just come up and immediately, uh, <laughs> oh man, I looked at my list of names and I almost, I, the first one I looked at, oh, it's like, no, 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 <laughs> not that name. Uh, they just come up and they just say, Bolton Bridges has died. Uh, Dunhow's the name. What's your, what are your orders, sir? Dunhow, um, anyone too wounded to walk, get them, get them off the off the barricade, at least under some cover in those tents. Uh, the rest of you on main, we gotta move. Okay. So a good, good portion of your squad require uh, require rest and aid at this point. You're able to um, take as many as you can with you, which is a good, um, a good, uh, I'd say, ten men. 10 soldiers that can come with you uh, and Scarlet to or towards the Western Front. Um, the rest of you, Scarlet, are you, I'm assuming you're just going to follow along. Okay. Um, as you're, there's that random seagull again. I don't know what part of the soundboard that's coming from at this point. It's too late for me to find it. <laughs> you know who that is? You know what that is? That's, that's the General's Falcon flying above. <laughs> All right, so you all are going to be heading towards the uh, other front, uh, and we will come to. That would have been off of Cal's turn. Okay. All right, so Timber, you can trigger your um, your action now as the weakened vanguard of the cavalry is now approaching and, and about to charge the uh, the line they're at. Um, how many are there? Uh, I'd say because of the the uh, um, the destruction that there is, I'd say only about a, a quarter of their forces are, are about to hit, and the the other remaining are reforming. And uh, <clears throat> of anyone in importance, does it look like anybody of importance? I'd say we have a hard dying time telling um hey say give me a quick perception check yeah no it's a 11. In the heat of the battle and you're kind of still recovering from your condition earlier it's hard to tell who's leading this charge and just that at this point it's just the charge is moving in whoever is uh whoever is is not recovering from curance disruption and reforming moving around the darkness and the uh sleeping horses um i think uh timber uh liking curance idea is going to also cast darkness in front of them as they as they get out of the darkness Oh, like right in front of your line? No. Because the horses probably just charge. Probably not. In... So I imagine they're emer emerging from the darkness or no? The horses? Yeah, the horses. Cowboy? Yeah. 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 So as they're emerging from the, the darkness, uh, Timber's going to cast another darkness at the edge of it. So have the edge of the radius be at the edge of Huron's. I see. Another field of darkness that they yeah. exit and then enter a new one. Right. Okay. All right. So as you do that, I will say that that just sort of generally weakens the charge as well, giving them even less of a chance of breaking this line. Okay. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, so you see, you you're kind of waiting in the line. You you see the soldiers around you, tensely gripping their spears. As you wait for the right moment, you cast the darkness. You see these this cavalry leaves this darkness and then immediately is is stalled again by darkness. They do charge through it, but the horses are frightened and the horses are uncertain uh, and they are not charging with this, the, 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 the training they have, these war horses, as they crash into the line, but not nearly at the strength they would have normally. And your the spears are pushing into them and pushing them back. Horses are veering off. They do not break the line because of this, giving you time for your friends to get to you, um, but also for the line to push some of these horses back and halt the charge again. Um, is there anything else? All right, Timber, it's your turn now. Uh, I'm going to hold another action. Okay. Uh, what's the trigger? Um, can I? <clears throat> Probably not. Um, you know what I'll do, actually? Um, so, actually, on my turn, having them be just, just this, this first wave be disrupted, um, I'm actually going to drop the darkness immediately, surprisingly. Um, and uh, I'm going to hold another action as this another wave or the emergence from the Curon's darkness. Say with that consistency there, like you're significantly disrupting this cavalry charge. Um, okay, so it is the Eastern Front's turn, so Amara is arriving behind the line. Significantly reduced force, but she, you'd notice, uh, Akiron, you would notice, and Timber, you would notice that support has come to reinforce this line, to push back this cavalry charge. Um, Cow, Scarlet, and Timber, or Cow, Scarlet, and Wiswick would not be far behind. As Scarlet, you would approach, uh, you would enter into this camp and see the barricade, and you could see the two uh, thin lines of soldiers. You see Timber there now in the front of the, the fight. You see beyond the spear line are a disarray of cavalry that have failed their charge and are trying to retreat to reforce, re rejoin the rest of their. Um, their line to charge again. Um, Scarlet, you are up. Wiswick, you are after her. Okay. Um, let's see. Wait, Timber went, then the Eastern. Oh, sorry, Kieran. Kieran, you're up. Yeah, Kieran, it's your yeah. turn. Thank you. All right. So just so Timber cast darkness and then re took it back. Yeah, or I took it back. back. So you I, saw, I just disrupted the. Or... Sorry. Yeah, you saw a. a, a bloom of darkness in front of yours um, that disrupted the charge further and then it disappeared as soon as the, the cavalry were, were dis, dis, disarrayed by it. Okay. And you um, can see these cavalry are, are, they have no momentum. They can't, they're not, they can't make this charge. They, they're now sort of, some of the horses are collapsing, some are getting pierced by the spears, the rest are retreating back to rejoin the other three quarters of the charge. Um, so kind of descending and moving closer to the uh, group of horse, the cavalry. Can I spot that commander? Yeah, I'd say give me a perception check with advantage. Thanks. 
Jesus. 17. 17. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were about to say 11 again. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, double nat ones. Uh, yeah, yeah, you spot them. They are, they seem to have been kind of, uh, you didn't get their horse, but they were disrupted by the sleeping horses. And okay. you can see now they are leading a secondary charge towards the second um, line that's just beyond. So if you're looking at uh, the main camp, there's a sink, there's a, or the, the, the citizen camp that they're defending. There's like yep. barricades and there's two gaps right. within lines. The, that leader is char bringing a force charging the, the left left line while your friends are approaching the right line. Okay. Um, all right, if, if it ain't broke, why not do it? Uh, we're gonna cast sleep again, um, centering on his force. Okay, all right. And so go ahead and roll the uh, the sleep amount. They're they're too far for timber to see, right? Correct. Correct. Okay. Right. You would, I mean, Timber, you would be able to like see, but like, not the, but not like discern. You know, you could see that the force is starting to split. There's a reforming line of cavalry that are going to charge your your position again, and there's a force that is charging the second position. Twenty nine. Okay. All right. So you would see uh, in Kiran. I like I like this vision of Kiran, like above the battlefield, but almost like he's the person playing the RTS game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as uh, you cast this spell, you see the starry sand descending. As you you're peered on that individual, as you just see <laughs> the horse coll collapses asleep, and he is launched from its back forward um, as a second horse beside him does the same thing. The charge is once again slightly disrupted as they continue charging. Some of them slow down and look back to see their commander having fallen off his horse uh, as it just significantly slows the entire charge as a whole as this person has tumbled and, and, and fallen forward to the ground. Ooh, wow. Took some damage. Uh, they rolled two nat ones on that uh, deck save. <laughs> All right, um, and then I don't know if I have any movement, but so Kiran's going to be heading. Uh, heading, heading down. Yes. So you're you're heading back down towards the line. Sorry, you're cutting out a little. I can't hear you. Kiran's uh, heading down. You're still cutting out. Uh, Which <laughs> left or right? <laughs> going to the commander that just got thrown. Oh, you're heading towards the commander. Yes. All right. Excellent. Um, awesome. I dig that. Um, Among okay. charging forces. Yep. All right. Scarlet, you are up. I would say that you all see Kiron now somewhat uh, because you saw, you just see these flashes of light coming from what you presume is the form of Kiron in this. Uh, in this shroud of, of what you can recognize as the Twilight Sanctuary. And you can see him now sort of descending across the battlefield towards uh, towards that left flank where the, the other line is charging. Scarlet, what would you like to do? You, you can see in front of you timber, a thin line of, of, of soldiers, and beyond them are cavalry that are reconstituting to charge again uh, into the line. Okay. Um, 
Is erupted flesh still up or no? Figured it'd been more than a minute since the Yeah, ended. erupted flesh would have ended by this point. Alright. Um, I would like to do the same thing I did before. Push through the line, chuck the dagger, and then whoever's closest, because I will remember that it's haste is haste still up? Uh, that wouldn't be same, because it was also a yeah, minute. Same yeah, okay. Yeah. Alright. So just uh just chuck the dagger return. Um offhand if I can, and back up. Yeah, so you'd only be able to do the arranged attack uh, because the, the, there's, the, the cavalry oh, are, which are, yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah, moving yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. There's um, also, uh, here we go. Yeah, whatever. I didn't say anything. 18. I'd say that you, when you, you, <laughs> it's a scarlet, you push forward, Kind of timber, you see Scarlet standing come come up next to you, and you just huck your dagger into the retreating cavalry, and you just see it just like hits one guy in the back right at the right angle, and you see him collapse off his horse as it goes running off into the, the distance. Dagger returns to your hand, um, able to take another of this cavalry down. Okay, uh, Wiswick, you are up. Uh. <laughs> Feeling very tired. He's, uh, I think he's just like wobbling as fast as he can into the fray of combat and just yeah. looking around and just like completely like off his game because he's out of spell slots. And <laughs> uh, he's gonna go with a solid chill touch, not so chill touch, on uh, the closest random dude. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> uh, that's a saving throw, right? Or is that an attack roll? Uh, I believe it is a ranged spell attack. So let's give it a shot. Okay, go for it. Come on, roll back in. Okay, uh, we got a 14 plus okay. uh, 7, so that's a 21. Okay, go ahead and roll damage. All right, that'll be 2d8. For five fire damage. Five fire damage. All right. So you see these, fl just these flames are like like the, the cape of one of like the cloak of one of these charging horsemen who's fleeing just erupts into flames on his back uh, as this flaming skeletal hand grabs like grabs his cloak and holds tight onto it as it's burning and he just starts to scream. He's still alive as he's retreating with this force, um, this cavalry force. Uh, I mean, they're looking like. The, their line is just really not doing well with these series of magical things. And as these cavalrymen kind of re return to their group through the darkness, flaming cloak, men falling off their horses, you notice that the charging force seems to be slowing at this point. And now with the commander who's kind of collapsed from the, the horse, as that force is charged into the second line, there's some fighting happening on that left that left flank. Your flank has ceased fighting as these horses retreated beyond the darkness, and you hear the thundering of the hooves seems to quiet as this cavalry force seems to be reconstituting itself. Um, and as far as you can tell, they're not charging at this point. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to skip ahead here um, to Huron's dissension towards this commander. Uh, just because the battle is starting to turn 
in your favor dramatically. And the uh, cavalry are, at this point, um, potentially not going to charge forward. Uh, so, Kiran, you are descending down towards this figure. You can see is sort of limply trying to get themselves off the ground. Um, they seem to have injured their, their leg, potentially, with the fall. Um, okay. As you can see, the, their force has crashed into the left flank. Some of them have retreated back to the main force. Um, you can see a single cavalryman is sort of charging towards you as you descend, who's caught eyes of the commander collapsing and had turned back to, to aid him. Um, what do you want to do? Uh, he's on his horse. The, not the commander, the, the commander no, is- No, the, the charging horse, the, the charging cavalryman. Yes. Um, so Kieran's going to stay uh, slightly above, so probably like 10 feet in the air. Uh, mm -hmm. Actually 15 feet, uh, because then using his glaive, he's got reach. So as that cavalryman tries to come for him, he's just going to try to stay out of reach. I mean, I'm sure he's got a spear, but mm -hmm. just kind of like duel. I mean, I imagine okay. the guy's like charging and trying to come back. Whooshing. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead and give me an attack roll against him. Maybe they are jousting. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> also, I wanted to give him a flaming hand wedgie, but... We'll save that for the next. Uh, <laughs> that's an eleven. It's an eleven. You're on. So you bring your glaive down to strike at this uh, this charging cavalryman who does not uh, you does not hit, and they're going to go for you with a um, lance attack for a sixteen. All right, that's going to be 13 points of piercing damage. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll just say you can you can attack him again at this point. Um, I mean, at this point, the line is breaking. Um, Cal, Scarlet, Wiswick, Timber. Um, these cavalry are largely retreating, except for over on this left front where Kiron is behind the lines, but like significantly far behind the lines. You in your you would have seen Huron descend over there if you want to head over to his his to where he is. Or you can do something else. No, I would I would go. No, I'm gonna go help. Yeah. Okay. Uh Wizwick's very tired. He's gonna let his friends handle it. He's gonna keep dishing out the flame wedges on just random dudes. Okay. Um, so you said Kieran can do something at the moment? Yes. Uh, yeah, you know, he tried the whole weapon thing. He's just going to cast, uh, Toll of the Dead. <laughs> Cantrip, okay. uh, Wisdom Saving Throw, DC 15. Oh, he does not make that. <laughs> is he previously wounded? Uh, I'd say this guy is not. Okay, so then it's just the eights. Well, he takes five points of necrotic damage. All right, so you, you see this drolling uh, bell burst forth from you as he uh, it immediately racks his brain, and you can see sort of his, his skin turns pale uh, and his eyes turn black as he's just... Uh, and he falls off of his horse at that point. 
um, is, is now laid out on the ground. He's not dead, but he is uh, sort of crawling on the ground. The commander at this point is sort of getting himself back up. You see, he's kind of leaning against his sleeping horse. Um, <laughs> that he's doesn't know, like, should I wake? Like, it's, it's like you can tell he has no idea what to do at this point. His leg is injured. His guard who has come back for him has been attacked by you. Um, it's at this point that you can see your friends approaching from, be, from behind you, where the line is broken on that side. Um, the lot of you all see Curon standing, uh, floating, 15 feet above um, two soldiers of the enemy who are slowly but surely getting to their feet. One has a long lance. Uh, they can, neither of them at this point can reach him, though. Um, but you are approaching. Uh, I guess, I mean, really at this point, um, no, we're, we're going to keep moving forward. No. Huron, <laughs> that was your, your action. It's like, okay. You see the figure that charged the commander leaning against his horse. You see, sort of pushes himself up and quickly grasps at a, um, a metal around his neck and is going to cast a spell at you. <gasps> so you see sort of, um, <clears throat> whoops. Yes, that's what he's gonna cast, okay. So he grasps at this metal and I need you, Kiron, to give me a dexterity saving throw. And actually, I need the rest of you to make dexterity saving throws as well. Not, uh, not, not uh, Wizwick. You, you're not with them. <laughs> Dirty twenty. Okay. Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, Cal. I can do math. <laughs> A what saving throw? Dex. Dex. Dexterity. Dex yeah, okay, that's what I thought. 21. 16 for Kiran. Okay. All right, so what you would see is um, he pushes his, he pu puts his hand out forward and you can see a ball, ball of lightning forming in his hand that then when he goes like this, shoots out into a 100 foot arc that Shoots forward through you, Kiron, and through your friends behind you. But your dexterity saving throws save you from a good chunk of the damage. Um, but you will take half damage. Can I uncanny dodge? Yes, you can take <laughs> half, half damage. Half, half. Half, half. It's the first time I remember to use it. SMA. Can I just be very, very pretty at it and it leaves me alone? <laughs> uh, no, I'm conventionally attracted. <laughs> Charisma saving throw, I decide. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, you all take 15 points of lightning damage. Um, Scarlet, you take se uh, seven points of lightning damage. As this bolt of lightning shoots out from from this guy, arcing through each of you, you unexpected, not expecting any magic to be coming from from these Zverils. Uh, I'll say, um, at this point, 
Jiron, you have one more move before your friends join, and we do traditional, uh, um, traditional initiative order here. Um, I'm just gonna use it to, I guess, try to do more damage with the Toll of the Dead Wisdom saving throw. Fifteen. On the commander or the uh, fallen guard who's on the ground. Uh, on the commander. Okay. Uh, that's a natural 20. Oof. So does he... Alright. He uh, fails. <laughs> then Kieran's just gonna stay. Okay. Alright, so, um, the rest of you at this point, you take this rush of lightning damage, and then you see about 30 feet ahead of you, um, or I'd say 20 feet ahead of you, Kieran is... Um, still floating, um, and but you see this commander is now sort of getting to his feet, and and is this was the source of this lightning that struck through you. You're still smelling ozone, still some some fumes coming off of you. Um, we're gonna go from the traditional top of the order now with Cal, who can uh, who uh, is your turn. I'm gonna go hit. I'm gonna go hit the. I'm gonna run in. Yeah. To hit the man that just threw lightning at me and my friends. Absolutely. You can go ahead and rush in and go for an attack. Okay. I'm going to make it a disarming strike. Okay. So as to disarm his hand, whatever was, well, I'd like to remove his whole hand. Whatever was in his hand that just threw lightning at us. Um, go ahead and, uh, that. Yeah. Yeah, with the, with the, with the D8... Added to the oh, that adds to the damage. Sorry, uh, it's, it's a dirty twenty. Definitely, it's. Uh, he has to do a strength saving throw. Or he is disarmed from whatever he's holding. Yeah. Okay. Fifteen. He fails. Um. So I'd say what you would have done there is as you come up and bring the weapon in for the attack, you would have done so in, in a way to attempt to remove the, like cut through, I'll say, with the prongs of the black, the emblem yeah. that he was holding on to, um, which you are able to success successfully do. Um, and the chain is breached on the focus he's holding and he drops this emblem into the, the muddy grass below as you deal, how much damage? Uh, 18. 18, okay. No. I'm sorry. I 14 plus 8 is 22. Two. Is plus 3 is 25. 25. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I'll hit him again. Go for it. Uh, I'm trying to do non-lethal, non I think, because this guy yeah. probably looks like the commander. For a 13, yeah, dirty 20 again, baby. That hits. Okay. Without the extra D8 this time, unfortunately. Six plus seven is f 13. Uh, plus uh, two is 15. 16 damage. Okay. If he happens to be uh, weak to poison damage, it's two poison damage. So what you all see is like Kiron towering over this group and Cal bursts in and just comes wailing on this guy with, with the prongs of the black. It's just 
cuts through, and you see it, the acid burns through his emblem as this, this, this symbol falls to the ground. As he's just, and then you cut up against him again and slice through his chest. And I say, he at this point, he is not unconscious, but he is just sort of coming to the ground. And as he sees you all coming in around him, he just sort of. <laughs> Uh, um, you look and beyond him, you can see that the line is dealing with his charge quite well um, as they were disrupted. He looks and he sees his forces retreating um, into the woods. The, um, the total forces of Amara and the left flank there dealing with and finishing off any of his troops over there, they themselves retreating as as this battle is coming to a close, or this portion of the battle is coming to a close, he's just leaning against his horse at this point. His other soldiers are sort of like tensely on the ground, looking to him as he just holds his hands up. We surrender to you. I uh, I nod and give him a swift, non-lethal rabbit punch to the face to knock him out easy enough to do as you bring the prongs of the black retreat into their into their longsword form from their extended ooze whip. You bring the pommel down and as he's sort of just looking up at you from down and and he goes unconscious to the ground. Um, I would like to walk over to his comrade um and uh just look down at him and say scarlet do you have the rope yes i do and i'll walk over can you help me with this one absolutely stay put please <laughs> and i you what know what you say i'll tie his hands behind his back yeah easy enough to do um You've acquired these two prisoners, as you can see. Someone around you, like, it's a strange experience because it's like you can see the torchlight from the camp. You can see these retreating, you see several dead cavalry at the edge of the line. So a lot of your troops suffered in that exchange as well. But you see just like, sort of like, as you're bringing these men up, you carrying the, uh, the commander, you see like a horseman runs past you and flees into distance, no care to attack you, as you're just sort of amongst a retreat as you're carrying these two two soldiers back, but not enough of a retreat to to uh, gambit and take you uh, take you out. Um, what would you like to do, if anything else? Uh, bring them back. Yeah. Okay. Kira, are you still flying? I was about to say, Kiran's gonna, you know, slowly descend, and like, as his feet touch the ground, visibly just exhausted from, you know, using all those spell slots and everything. Leaning on his glaive. I would, uh, Cal would see him come down and and probably, we don't have time to talk. Also, I'm carrying this guy. So mm -hmm. I'm like a little bit like, eh. Um, but Cal would just like, just like throw, throw an arm, a hand on, on Kieran's shoulder and like, you know, just be like, with my eyes, I'm conveying, I'm glad you're alive. Kieran, <laughs> give him a weary I'm look back. Saving my lungs for breathing. 
Yeah, do it all, please. Similarly, thoroughly exhausted at this point, as you uh, you rejoin together. Uh, Wiswick is off somewhere giving uh, retreating cavalrymen fire wedges, as he does. Uh, slowly make your way back to the camp, um, carrying, bringing these two prisoners. You, you you approach where the line is. You can see there are several. It's now, it's just the soldiers resting or looking through the dead for survivors. Um, you can see there was quite a skirmish at this point, this final point of the battle. A lot of soldiers died in this, this in this region. You're, this is moving through a real like horrible battlefield in this point and leading into where you can see some villagers gathered at the edge. Um, some just holding each other, others pushing forward to try to see what they can do to help. Um, you can see, uh, <clears throat> Amongst this force, uh, you can you can catch sight of Valen, who seemed to have been leading this left left flank, um, sort of just himself breathing heavily, se- seated amongst uh, uh, other soldiers. You can see um, you can see uh, he is notably wearied and damaged. You can see one of his like branch wooden horns that come out is snapped in half. Mm. Um, <clears throat> You can see those tending to the wounded. Uh, you make your way in, um, and I, I suppose, head back towards the general's camp at this point. Moving through, you can see the villagers have successfully put out all the fires, that, you know, any fires that, that remained. There's just a plume of smoke coming from the center camp where the fire was. Um, the Zverel gatehouse is still smoking with Wiswick's damage to it. Uh, as you slowly approach Kinsley's camp, prisoners in hand, um, the battle won for now, and that's where we'll end tonight. <laughs> I wasn't sure we were gonna make it, guys. <laughs> I knew the whole time. Hooey! <laughs> what an episode! Uh, definitely, uh, uh, I would say stick around for the next one because we're gonna have to deal with the fallout of this. All right, I don't know what you're still here for. Get out of here.